Oh, that sausage is really good. Oh, what a feast. Yes. <clears throat> we are this rolling. Feast. Yeah. Are we rolling? We are rolling for oh, the feast. Cleveland the, moto. The feast cast. Down. Cleveland moto. Cheese cast. Uh, <laughs> There's meat, too. Extra cheesy and extra meaty. All right. If you like it and it's smoked, it's probably here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh, I got bourbon. Oh, that's so good. Mm. Oh, it's mm. oh, perfect for the cheese. So, yeah, the uh, so we got a, a beautiful night in October. You're here at the shop, and to my immediate left is... Pete Hempley. And his... Dustin. And to his left is... Johnny Mack. And... Johnny Grome. Johnny Grome, and your humble narrator, Phil Water. And we have got... Uh, so, the spread, for people sitting at home, we've got smoked s- string cheese from Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Mm-hmm. We've got... These look like squeaks. These look like curds. Those are. Mixed of... Mixed uh, curds. Mixed of cheddar and Swiss-looking curds. Mm. Or orange and white... What's our meat selection? Uh, we got trail bologna, cheddar, and uh, spicy jalapeno mm-hmm. cheese spiked. Yeah, with summer sausage down the middle. Yeah, that's really good. You got to uh, separate those two. This is the fruit of Amish country. It is. We have dill spears for mm-hmm. palate cleanser. Oh, man, this mustard is the piping hot pepper mustard. Delicious, Pete. Who's this? Who's this company? Terrapin Ridge Farms. From Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. It's amazing. Mm. Smooth and creamy cheddar spread, and then uh, if we run out of all that, we've got Grandpa's sriracha cheddar and cayenne cheddar, mm-hmm. and and bacon white cheddar, horseradish bacon, horseradish bacon. Holy oh, shit! And wow. for dessert, mini Ohio Buckeye bites, and yep. in both dark and milk chocolate. Wow. So yeah, we are we've got this going on. So you will hear <laughs> the sound of deliciousness happening. So just accept that. We don't like it. Tried to now. remove as many packages as possible to keep the ruffling down. We know people don't like that. You will hear the occasional sound of ice tinkling. But yes, but that just means fun. That just means fun. Exactly. Hey, the uh, could you so, hand me that beer, please? So we're gonna talk to Johnny Chrome because because he has the cons. Well, because yeah, <laughs> he's had the latest purchase. Well, 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 not necessarily a purchase, an acquisition. That's the thing is, James had pointed that out. <clears throat> you are the king of the fucking trade. Yeah, like, you're the trade guy. I like to do it. And it's fun. I don't know, trader. Well, he's the king of rough trade. <laughs> he is the king of rough trade. <laughs> I've seen some of his trades are rough, but <laughs> so okay. Did the trading that I've known you? Did the trading start with the Firebird, the Trans Am? Oh Lord, you want me to actually trace that lineage back that far? I'm con- I'm thinking that if we go back far enough, today's trade is a result of like that Firebird. <laughs> I don't. Well, the the, so, the the XR has been in your life for a long time. The XR has been in my Firebird, life since like yeah. 2011. And I just so. don't understand how all of a sudden it went from your life's dream. Right. The painstaking couple, two, three years, rebuilding the thing from the bottom up, new crank, oversized, boarded out, everything, fired it up, got it running, goodbye. Have you seen my leg? <laughs> I see this chunk taken out of your leg. There's a new chunk out of the back today, too. It, it had to bite me one last time. Mm-hmm. Well, what he built out of it was a transformer, and what it transformed into was... Uh, fucking something that eats my leg. <laughs> no. What, what you have out there right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, if that bike if that bike had an electric leg, I probably wouldn't have even wanted to trade it. But mm. I just uh, big bore enduro. I'm 45 now. I'm fat. I'm lazy. I've got arthritis problems with hip and leg joints, hip and knee. It's just not fun to kickstart. You know, 
a 600 and now 628 cc 11 to 1 motor when the kicker is three and a half feet off the ground. <laughs> well, you and I have similar it's, problems, except for I'm 45 <laughs> and I'm skinny and weak. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so I couldn't kickstart that bike either. So tell the people so, what the trade today was. The trade today. Was a ninety-two. I'm trying to trying to remember what year the XR was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety-two XR that was started life as a dirt bike and has a Baja Designs kit to make it street legal with a fresh motor by Chrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My motor, you <laughs> motor by Chrome. Yeah, it sounded great um, when you had it running. Oh, it's terrific. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. But um, I knew you had a top end kit. It had yeah, it had eleven to one hundred hundred mil, hundred one mil. For maybe a hundred mil, somebody is going to be like, "No, it's a hundred and one." Well, it's fine. <laughs> whatever. It wound up being six hundred twenty-eight cc, Weisco piston, higher compression than normal. Um, I did not fuck with the cam, right? Because I believe it already had <clears throat> somebody's cam in it, mm-hmm. Mega Cycle or something like that. Eh, I'm thinking it might have actually been a hot cams, a stage one hot cams. Okay. Um, I replaced the valve springs while it was apart with Kibble White valve springs. Holy shit. Which is like the only way to go for the for XRs. Yeah. So you spent a little uh, bit of money on this. I thing. did every piece of timing gear from the crankshaft all the way to the cam. Everything was new. Every bit of it. The chain, both sprockets, the tensioner, the 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 shoes, everything. Uh, it got a new hot rods rod and new bearings. New bottom end bearings. Holy shit. And it ran great. Yeah. But it's just really hard for me to start. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let's and face it, exactly it's, also, it's also a bike for one. I can't take my kids anywhere. Right. I sound like some old lady now, but I mean, I can't take my kids anywhere. You know, so I found this guy, he threw this ad up, and his initial ad on, on Facebook Marketplace or whatever was to X amount of money or trade for dual sport. Hmm. I saved it. I went back and looked at it. <coughs> I don't know. Two hours later, mm-hmm. and it, it said for off-road toys. I'm like, well, he changes my whatever. I'm, you know what? I'm going to message him anyway. Right. So I messaged him. Here he is, a mutual friend. We have one mutual friend that is one Cameron Vanderhorst. Vanderhorst. <laughs> yeah. This guy happens to be the guy that got Cameron Vanderhorst's mm-hmm. 50 cc Yamaha. Oh, Yamaha. The oh my RX, God. RX 50. RX50. <clears throat> Prescription 50. Mm-hmm. Two-stroke <laughs> chopper. <laughs> um, the smallest bike with but, uh, buck horns you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he started sent him a message, tell him what I got. He said, "Oh, dude, I, in a heartbeat, I'd trade that in a heartbeat." Wow, cool. And uh, so we had short dialogue on the phone. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I, you know, sight unseen. As long as it's what you say, it is. Yeah, I'm good." And uh, so, well, since I'm the one that initiated, I'll come to you. Fair enough. You know, that's wow. well, that's usually my rule. If mm-hmm. I if I contact somebody, that means I'm willing to go to them. But uh went down, looked at it, it's a beautiful bike, got a couple scratches, got a little broken plastic. They don't know what it is yet. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I actually did I actually did let it slip a little bit ago. <clears throat> it's got some nice pinstriping on it. It too. does have some, some nice Really nice Oldsmo Burgundy red pinstriping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. but the thing is an eighty nine Honda PC800, Pacific Coast. One so to have. I have now joined the elusive club 
of PC owners. Yeah. Now John, Pete, and I need to get so, some. You know. Now Hoffer has. Does Hoffer still have two, or does he only have one? I don't know if he has two, but I know so for Hoffer sure he has one. one for you sure. have. You have, I have one. one. Yeah. I now have one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have. I had a hell of a time keeping the damn things from squirreling around in the back of the truck. Oh, really? I Ooh. forgot. You I wanted f- to lay down. The front wheel just kept moving. I mean, mm. the the fenders got the the fender having pinstripe helped actually. The fender got pinstriping on it, and I'm looking in the rear view, and uh, you lining the pinstriping up with the right. window, the slider, <laughs> the metal for the window slider in the back window of the truck. Yeah. And I go around the corner, and it moves a little bit, and it moved probably half an inch. The front front mm. tire turned. Shit. Yeah. Got out, snugged it down, took off, going to this guy's bank to do the uh, titles. And I pulled into the bank, and it did it again and went the other way. Like, fuck. That's when you got to just uh, so, can't get into the corner. Yeah, can't get in the corner. Throw it in the corner and then yeah. maybe do it that way or so, something like yeah. that. Plastic couch, though. There's not a lot of pla- places to tie was, into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's right. pretty much just <laughs> so, the handlebars. Just I was just sitting here God. thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. I totally oh, forgot my Canyon Dancer. Oh. I had it sitting on my toolbox. I took I, I, it out of my toolbox drawer, right. and I'm like, "You got it ready." I'm going to need this. And yeah. I totally forgot. I got that one. There's one of uh, Kurt's uh, right. here somewhere. Yeah. There's a shop one. Oh yeah. And I left every fucking one of them here. <laughs> so I kind of made my own. Yeah. And strapped, and then I used a small strap between the hooks to kind of keep them from moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Change the straps around the back a little bit so they weren't so much. Pulling back is yeah. just pulling straight pulling sideways. Straight across, yeah. And uh, it seemed good. I went over. I don't know if that was a set of it, what, what? What at one time in life was probably a set of railroad tracks. It was a hump in the road. Yeah. That I think they took the tracks out of. Right. But it was definitely a little hump in the road. How far and, did you have to go? Uh, oh, I went to Kenton, Ohio. Yeah, the other side of the Two hours, nineteen minutes was oh, what. Uh, that's a hike. So that's where uh, Ken Carlson does live. Okay. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. That's what you just said. Uh, yeah, that's a hike. But uh, it's supposed to be two hours and nine minutes. My GPS on the way there, mm-hmm. I get about 20 minutes away, and the GPS decides to say, no service. Oh, God. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it was. I knew where I was going when I was right. on 30. I knew where I was going when I was on 68. I knew where I was going when I was on 53. The next turn, I don't remember what it was supposed to be, and the thing's like, hey, man, I'm checking out now. Yeah. We don't have service mm-hmm. out here in the cornfield where every freaking farmer in Ohio was taking down stocks today. You know, mm-hmm. I've been sneezing ever since. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it really wanted mm-hmm. to move around a lot. I wound up actually with the tire against the front wall of the mm-hmm. bed. I wound up choking the tire yeah. both directions. Mm-hmm. So the front of the tire couldn't move. Can't move. Exactly. And uh, put two more straps on the back mm-hmm. off of the passenger fold-out passenger pegs, mm-hmm. pulling forward. Right. So with eight points of contact, <laughs> it didn't move the it rest of the move. way home. But uh, all kinds of shit was going on today, man. The belt started squealing. Something started squealing mm-hmm. on the truck intermittently on and off. And then it got to where it was squealing. them. To, if I wanted to run the highway, yeah. the RPM it took. Made it squeal. Oh man! I'm like shit. Well, it sounds like accessories going bad. Water I, pump or alternator. If if it's any of the accessories, the as long as as long as the pump, as long as the water pump's still pointing. Right. And then I happen to think, well, shit. What if it's an idler pulley for the cam chain, a cam belt? Oh god. And uh, it quit. Yeah. And I was like, well, thinking to myself, if I fix yourself. the the yeah. <laughs> I think somebody's pulling in on. Get a little D three. I said, well, the the temperature needle is 
pretty right. much where it's always been. Yeah. If your gauges are good, keep rolling. So I'm not going to worry about it. It's a Toyota. It. Yeah. Yeah, keep rolling. But uh, with that much weight in the bed, it was doing a little squirrely dance, oh, yeah. too. Like yeah. something I'm not used to. I mean, not maybe not bad. It's just I'm not used to driving it right. with tail wagging how much the dog. Are those things. Uh, well, that's one of the things I want to talk about. Is I know they're not Harley weight, but the the. When you get down to the numbers of the Pacific Coast 800, it's really, it's uh, it's weird that I mean I love it. I love the bike. I really enjoy it. I know Emma has hers right now at the uh, at the estrogen the estrogen motorcycle festival out in the desert. Yeah. So she's at you know chicks gone wild or whatever the estrogen. But Emma's got one of them. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah. So Emma Darling has a uh, a PC 800. Yeah, a, I mean, she's got like the lowers are all painted blue. Make fun of so, them, but it's it's a bike that's on a lot of people's list of it is, of, yeah, and it's uh, of, uh, it made motorcycle.com's list of the ten most disappointing motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, and uh, disappointing and, uh, to whom? Well, that's the point. Like the the thing is, you know, there's an ask for every seat, and uh, a lot of people said. And there's, it's real easy to throw criticism. Speaking of an ass for every seat, yeah, just roll into the biggest <laughs> ass. Just, what did you roll in on today, Chris? Drifter. Walter. Did you ring the drifter? I did. Another fucking hey, it's it's unicorn night. It's, it's unicorn night. It's Art Vandelay. It is Art Vandelay. Yes. Yeah, but from Medina no, Sod, did, no less. Do you guys the, know this reference? Medina Soldiers of Destruction. Do you guys know this reference at all? Well, we know. Is it say Art Vandelay? Oh. No. No, no. Fire, go ahead. Fire away. Educate us, Chris. Art. I'm gonna get and your bowling shirt that says Art on it? Yeah, this is uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh, this is the shirt that guy was wearing. Uh, uh, Did it say Medina Sod? Yeah, Oh, really? Holy shit. Totally missed that. Wow, that's very was cool. That, was that, Good job. I was going to guess Kingpin. Yeah. I, I don't remember. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. Okay. That's Look at you. Cool. Oh, we've got Honestly, it going so, on. So what, what do we got here? Well, we gave the rundown already, but this is uh, cheddar, cheddar and cheese. Cheddar trouble Smoked trouble Jalapeno. Trouble White cheese, yep. trouble regular summer yep. sausage in the middle. middle. Summer sausage, mm-hmm. um, very nice. And then uh, pepper, bacon. This is a bacon horseradish cheese, bacon cheddar, bacon, which is amazing. Oh, it's this is smoked bacon. straight yeah. cheese, dark really and milk chocolate this mini buckeyes. Yeah. yeah, the mustard's really good. Yeah, so they enjoy yeah. mustard. Really, that mustard. is amazing. Yeah, mustard or mustard not, but wow. the uh, but yeah, Yikes. the numbers. The numbers on the the PC eight hundred aren't good. I mean, it's not. How much does it weigh? Well, I've read everywhere between six hundred and six hundred and forty pounds wet curb weight. You know, how can so, that much plastic have all that? Weight? I know that's exactly <laughs> it. The uh, it's, it's found, early nineties plastic. Yeah, I have found <laughs> I find a lot of different information Dense about plastic. you know about what the bike. The specs are a little a little ambiguous based on whose marketing material you look at, but the whole idea is that yeah, the guys that were they they pulled the automotive department and they just decided in the '80s motorcycles weren't selling as well as they should. The dirt bike culture was definitely gone away. They wanted to be kinder, gentler, and if you think back to the '80s, like '87, '88, <coughs> yeah, man, Miami Vice was cool. You know, hmm. putting on a white sport coat and pumping your sleeves up and popping your collar and wearing some loafers, deck shoes. That was cool. Like the cool guys were doing that. The guys with the Mac Tens chasing around the bad guys. Shave every third day. Shave every third. Exactly. That 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 was sexy. And uh, I they, remember they, they used to sell a special razor back then. It was like the it was Don Johnson the Miami device. Uh, yeah, it would only shave you down. Look it up. It would shave you down to a certain level. 
Exactly. Would it be fair to say that the PC800 was the first sport touring bike? It's, or are we going to give that to the early FJs? You got to know. You got to give that to early BMWs. There, well, of course, because there was a fleet of BMW K bikes and our so bikes. maybe Honda's first sport tour. It's in that. It's in the hunt. Peel. Absolutely, absolutely, and the whole the whole idea was that they were straight up saying, "We're going to hand this off to our automotive department. We want to make a two wheeled Civic because Civic sales were nothing to sneeze at. Civic was rocking the world, and motorcycle sales were shit." So with motorcycle sales being garbage, they needed a better move. The downside is the uh, the way the bike actually ended up being received by the public. So for 1989, they produced 6,000 of them, 6,600 of them. For 6,600. 6,600 of them were produced. It was well, America Project. Honda by the makes way. millions of bikes. Yeah. So that doesn't only. sound like that, that many to me. I mean, Honda makes no less than a million of any bike it makes. Exactly. With well, this bike, they made 6,600 6, of them, which is a crazy low production number. That's that's in one year. In one year, first year, the launch year, 6,600. And two of them were sitting right there. To, to put that in perspective, <laughs> yeah. They made over 7,000 CB750 Sandcast alone. Exactly. And that was a prototype. That was a prototype. Exactly. But wouldn't that make wow. sense to only make six to 600, depending upon whether people would accept them? Or well, not? look at what happens. This is. I'm you got to buy so, the tooling. You yeah, make the tooling. I was just going to say, you have to create the you tooling. You have to create the building of those bikes. Or the so plastic injection. In the first year, 6,600 right. bikes. In the, they went to little tykes. Okay, well, the first year, the pearl white <laughs> with the ocean gray on the bottom. We're all familiar with the color. <laughs> Okay. Then, at the in that run, 562 bikes get shipped to Japan. Only 562. That is fucking nothing. I mean, that is no bikes. So if you look at 6,602 units, and of those 6,602 units, 562 of them go to Japan. That is not knocking the door down. That is a very soft launch. So then, for model year 1990... The success of 662 or 6,602 bikes was so underwhelming that in 1992 they built 3,700. Hmm. Well, you're up to Oops. almost 10,000 now. Whoops. So sales were so staggeringly bad in 89 that they cut the production run in half. That is so would the 92 be more of a rare bike then? What's that? Would the 92 be more of a rare bike then? The 90? Or 90, I'm sorry. 90. So the 90 would be more because that's the one. It's half 89. Right. Wow. Now, here's the trick. Lose the wrapper. Here's the trick. They also sent a bunch of those in light blue to France and Italy. Light blue. (laughs) And and Bulgaria. No, uh, and uh, France, Italy, and what we're saying is America didn't work out. Let's get rid of some of these bikes. We need to we, get them out of here. Let's see. Let's try different markets and see where this thing's going to catch. Indonesia, because it didn't catch in '89 in America. Mm. So by '90, they're just punting them out. By '91, we're done. We made a horrible mistake. We have made a huge mistake, and they're off the books for '91. Mm-hmm. For '92, mm-hmm. off the books, completely off the books. How can you tool up for something and, based on these numbers, produce a grand total of ten thousand units and can't sell them? Because I can tell you, no. as being a motorcycle oh. shopper in that era, these things were sitting in showrooms brand new until 92. What was the price on them versus I'll look other it up. stuff? I'll look it up for you. Do, we, do we know question. what the economy was like? Uh, I mean, 89? Yeah, were we depressed at that point? Or? 
Things uh, like that worldwide. Well, I know my dad wasn't working, but that's pretty normal around my house. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't any well, big news Well, flash. the point is maybe, it, yeah. may, maybe the market was soft. You know, we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm thinking maybe it was like extravagantly priced or something. Well, yeah, that that's a good question. That uh, I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah, we'll look into that. And the other thing about the thing is, remember, this was a total marketing experiment. Yeah, they weren't going after bikers for the first time ever. Honda had such amazing success with the Rockin' on My Rebel 1984 through 88 campaign of selling Honda Rebel 250s. <laughs> to young people who could finance that motorcycle. That was a fucking giant success. Would they try to be playing off to meet the nicest people on a Honda kind of thing? Here well, too? the whole commercial for this was all about uh, a beautiful, like, Frank Lloyd Wright-style house that's perched up on the beach, yeah. probably California. Yeah. The waves are lapping against the shore outside. The guy's in bed with his hot wife. They wake up and parked in the fucking front room is a Pacific Coast 800 next to a grand piano. He puts, <laughs> he puts on his Rolex and then he goes and gets his gear together and it basically says, you know, dude, you know, this is for people who don't ride motorcycles. And it's clean. And all, it's market. all clean. You can't see the motor. It's not dirty. It's not greasy. Exhaust is the off. dashboard looks like a car dashboard. So it's in his it's in his house because he couldn't find storage that winter. Yeah, probably. It's the state no, it's in his house because bike. clearly it's as beautiful as the Steinway. And he didn't realize it was a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's true. The uh, and I have I found these weights. Uh, I have rumors here, printed printed were printed evidence that it has a easy four, for him to say, huh, Chris? Yeah. That it has a four point two gallon gas tank. Mm. Now, here's what I will tell you. Anybody who rides a Pacific Coast will be the first one to say that when that hit, when that gas gauge hits E, you can put about three in it. So the way they built these things, the gas gauge hits E, apparently there's a gallon hiding in there. <laughs> but today when I hit E, I had done uh, 2.8 gallons and only achieved 130 miles of range. So this bike doesn't get great mileage. Hmm. For an 800cc bike Excuse me. that is uh, aerodynamic, I mean, I, you don't get wet when you ride this thing in the rain. You don't get wet. It's a very good uh, wind protection type bike. But I can tell you, they don't get good mileage. I mean, I think if you get more than 45 miles per gallon out of a PC800, you're doing rock star mileage. Hmm. This, I usually get about 32. The PC800 is one of a long line of bikes that Honda has put out Trying to to, to to be the landmark bike yeah. that the CB750 was, that the Goldwing was. No way is it hot. No. His wife is broken. That can't no. be hot out there, is it? I don't know. Somebody looks like hot. Oh, really? Get He's out there me. drooling on our PCs. Sorry, for that. <laughs> Sorry folks. <laughs> we could have had three PCs lined up in a row. own a PC of his own. You're supposed to be at home taking care of your wife. Crap. She's in bed now. Did, Did you ride your you PC? Out? She said if I... Yeah, I did ride my PC. You nice. did? <laughs> nice. Yes! Three PCs and a CB1 in front of the she, shop. She said if I didn't come here, she wouldn't talk to me anymore. I love your wife. Yeah, I love <laughs> She's her. so cool. Well, let's get you a chair. Um, because we're talking about PC-800s, and you know a thing or two about those bikes. Here's one right here for you, Hoff. Man, I lost a voltage regulator on the way here. You did? Yeah. On your bike? Yeah, 89s had weak voltage. Yeah, they had weak voltage regulators. So this yeah. is the second one that's going out on Yeah. Uh, I had to change the regulator in my CB1. Yeah. yeah. 89 is a tough year It cost me $12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should you put a Chinesium one on there? Chinesium. Yeah. It's exactly. working. I keep checking it. What do you think your bike weighs, your PC-800? 
When I think it weighs, yeah, I don't know, six hundred and yeah, good job. They're saying six forty, wet yeah. and battery. Yeah, that's that's surprising to me because that's very heavy. I mean, that's a heavy bike. It's a he- it is a heavy bike. But uh, it's got a heavy, heavy bike. But like yeah. I was saying, the the PC eight hundred was <laughs> on its attempt to try to re- to make that groundbreaking bike, like yeah. the CB seven fifty or the Goldwing, well, think or even it. like the Shadow oh, and some of those bikes. But they've made tons of other bikes yeah, just like that. They've made the CB one. Oh yeah, the GT seven fifty. Yeah. We'll talk about the GB five hundred. Yeah. And even today, they've made bikes like the NC seven hundred. They missed it the by DN, this much. The DN one. Yeah. Like these are bikes that they are groundbreaking, but they just don't they got sell. Got to the SV six fifty a little but too they're, early. They're not. You'd think they, they're not getting shy about it. They're still willing to go out there and try to do something different, even if it only means selling 10,000 bikes, Well, just to try to find that next. This is where it gets disgusting. We talked about in the first two years, Steve, in the first two years, Honda only produced 10,000 total units of PC-800s. In both years? In both years together. Not the first, first two together. years, the only two years. The, oh, well, <laughs> no, hold on. They went away for three years. They came back in 94. Oh. So 0.03% of all those bikes is parked in front it's of your shop. parked in front of the right shop now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> A statistically significant number of bikes is parked in front of our shop 27 years later, 28 mm-hmm. years later. That's probably why you never see that. You see the pearlescent ones because they, they made a bunch of them and then that... that Silver color. The silver was unobtainium. Yeah. Well, look at this. After three years of breaking in 1994, the triumphant return of the PC 800. Huh? They took off the plastic wheel boots. Triumphant. What year? 1994. Okay. The triumphant return. They re- re- the, only the last year had no front. Like Maybe. That, that, yeah. They made a naked PC. The last year. I want one. Not exactly Hold on. And the story gets better. You have pictures. Tell me. Hang in there, baby birds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, black, so the black one, 94, mm-hmm. 1,193 bikes. Wow. That is not worth showing up to class. Holy crap. 95, another 1,000 bikes. You know how many got exported to Japan that year? Zero. Nobody got exported to Japan in 94? Zero. Hmm. The only year they got exported out, 562 units got exported out to Japan, and then they did some to France and Italy. Huh. 95, 96, another 1,000 units. It's 97, 713 bikes. That is not worth printing literature over. Right? And then 98, the final year, with uh, Magna Red... And matte black trim. Magna red. 510 units. And no disc covers. No disc covers. No boots. I'm holding, I'm holding the talking cheese. Can You're holding you? the talking cheese? Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah, like, what is happening in Japan right now. If yeah. you put your PC800 on eBay, is there any interest like going yeah. back? Are they on fire? Like, Can we yeah. export as Again? well as import? Yeah. Can we export as well as import? I don't know why not. Yeah, I pay the money. Phil, Phil has all his money wrapped up in POWs right now. <laughs> the, uh, so when I'm looking, when I when I crunch these numbers here, what we have is a motorcycle that had a production, a total production of well less than twenty thousand units, way less than twenty thousand units, and that's rare by anybody's standard. And how many CB three fifties did they sell? Over a million. Oh, right. Gajillion. Yeah, over a million. <laughs> Yeah, One point two million in the yeah. U.S. But, over a CB. You know, this was a niche vehicle. It, yes, it, it, absolutely. It really was. Yeah. And, was and so, like God love them that they went out and gave it a shot. Well, it was only a niche vehicle because people didn't buy it. Bingo. Well, right, right. but that, <laughs> that's market demand. Yeah. And 
Well, believe insane. me, they'd have been happy yeah. to make a million. They were trying. They were right. hoping to hit right. on, oh, my God, this is the next best. Oh, my this God. This is the next CB450. It didn't happen. Yeah. Right. It didn't happen, uh, and a number of other bikes didn't happen, yeah. but yeah. that's life. Right. They were they were thinking, this could be the next Katana. This could <laughs> be the next. Because how many Katanas did they build, right? And at some point, these different manufacturers take a shot, and it could be the next awesome, or it could be like, what's that Batman-looking bike that we saw? What's that thing called? The NM, NM4? I thought it was the DN01 as their scooter the DN01 thing. was the an DN01. absolute failure, but there's a new one right now that they're trying to sell. MT09 or MT... The, the well, black... I, I think it's called NM4. But okay. anyway, it's that Batman Yeah, thing. with the doors... With the, the side doors. compartments that open... For facing the weather? Yes. And they open <laughs> facing the weather and they hold a sandwich. They're this big, but when you try and finally get them open, you can basically put your cell phone and your charger in them. Kind of like the That's that black saddle, yeah. Kind of like the Goldwing saddlebags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, the victory saddlebags. The victory saddlebags, yeah. Victory saddlebags. They've taken away all the space. Mm. It's, it's kind of amazing. The people who are into PC-800s are fucking into them. I mean... A lot of engineers, that well, type of people. A lot of people, NASA folks, multi-bike people, stuff like that. You know, this morning before the conversation came up that he was getting one, <laughs> I'm riding my bike, and so motor nerds. Everyone knows. Did you already? Were you already on the PC today? Yeah. I'm just curious. I was on the PC at seven o'clock this morning. Okay. But that's been your steady whip. So this is weird. Weeks. You guys know how many bikes I can ride. So I have the, the contents of this building. I have the contents of the building on the east side. You have essentially two toy boxes. The two giant toy boxes. Three. His garage. garage. And my garage. Right? So I probably have conservatively 250, 300 bikes I could choose from to ride. I am still consistently choosing a 30-year-old... Unicorn. Fucking plastic unicorn. <laughs> wow. You know, Tupperware. And I'm consistently choosing it to ride from my house. Sounds like Larry Flint at the Hustler Club. <laughs> consistently choosing a 30-year-old plastic unicorn. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> look, it's poor Larry. When I know I'm going to ride 110 miles, I'm going to ride to work, I'm going to ride from work. It's going to be a boring ride. It's going to be not exciting at all. There's not going to be any adventure in this ride. It's simply moving my ass from point B to from point A to point B. But I stop here and I pick up all kinds of crap I need to take to the other store. Well, that means I can't ride a lot of bikes. There's a lot of bikes I can't ride because this morning I took a 14 amp hour battery, I took some turn signals, I took uh, I took a headlight assembly, I took literally filled up the storage compartment of PC800. Did not have one thing strapped to the exterior of the bike, and showed up at the other shop with the parts we needed to complete four customers' bikes. Didn't need to take a pickup truck, didn't need to take the car, got to ride the PC-800, had a great ride. For those of you not really familiar with the PC-800, the whole ass end opens up. Yeah, clamshell. <laughs> so it's not one, you know, it's not it a saddlebag on trunk. either side that opens up. The whole back end opens up and you have a and lot of space. Each side of that trunk is engineered to hold a full-face motorcycle helmet and a jacket. Nice. So that you know that full-face motorcycle helmet that we made fun of a couple of weeks ago because it's an actual Pacific Coast branded, labeled oh. motorcycle helmet, the one up on the shelf up there. It matches your oh, bike really? and your bike. <laughs> See it up on the nice. shelf? Yeah. It actually says Pacific Coast on the back of it. Oh. It is a Honda line helmet. Oh. And the Bidingle started at $100. $100. Yeah, $100. Yeah, Steve needs one of those. Uh, but that is the actual factory Honda line helmet made by Beefy 
to go with the, the Honda motorcycle. Yeah. And is that how it's pronounced? I always pronounce it Biafi. That's I always thought it was Biafi. I figured it was Biafi. German. So. I like Biafi, though. I, hey, I like Biafi, too, man. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to add, for anyone that ever questions uh, Phil's dedication to payload on a motorcycle, <laughs> I've seen him show up with a fully strapped, stocked bike wearing Two tires. Well, I wore two tires. I had two tires yeah. around my torso. Yes, two tires around his torso for 45 miles. Yeah, on the backrest, too. 45 miles. Yeah. I brought four tires that day. You were the actual I was little Michelin, Michelin man. man. Yeah. And if I would have crashed, it would have been awesome. He would have rolled forever. <laughs> my God, that would have been great. He's got a broken neck, but no abdominal injuries whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And the tires are scuffed in. Yeah. Bonus. <laughs> so, yeah, the, that PC intern is a weird bike. And. Yeah. So, do you have two of them now? Yeah. You well, do have one, two. I mean, I bought two. One was a wreck, and one okay. was a parts. <coughs> so, I assembled one out of two. Out of two. Have but you I had PC-800s have... before? Yes. So, uh, okay. what are you doing with that second one? Um, I mean, everybody's got yeah. PC-800s now. I mean, Does it have a good right mirror on it? Hook a brother up. <laughs> no, it's... The you other can one find the right The, the yeah. guy got hit so hard yeah. that yeah. the forks oh, yeah. were bent, but the uh, and I replaced the forks. But the triple tree was bent. Oh, get out of here. No. But Holy the, but the, shit. The, the tube wasn't bent. Right. The frame tube wasn't bent. Yeah. But the triple tree was, was actually tweaked. tweaked. So yeah. there was no way you could yeah. adjust it because the forks yeah. were like. Throw it away. You know, like there's no way to yeah. adjust That's a sudden it. stop. Yeah. Yeah, it is a sudden stop. And probably an ejection. <laughs> I have a bunch of plastics. You have to play Superman so, after that crash. I mean, I have two boxes full of plastics. Yeah. They're I mean, not really good plastics, but are they're they still ivory? plastics. Are they metallic? They're red, blue. Oh, oh they're all over the place. Oh, <laughs> a nice Superman. They ivory. need to be covered in fur. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> evil can evil PC-800. Well, uh, red, white, and blue? Captain Let's America. Let's talk for a second about what a PC-800 is, because what most people don't realize is that motorcycle is a cruiser. Yeah. It's a V-twin. It's a shadow, basically. Oh, no. It's a shadow. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. There's a VT-800 shadow under there. Well, the VT-800 shadows had a four-speed transmission. I still can't figure that out. But for the PC-800, they gave it a fifth gear. and uh, It needs a sixth gear. It needs a sixth gear <laughs> desperately. It really does. Uh, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of that motor is between 4,500 and 6,500 RPM. But it sounds the same from 1,000 to It does, line. yeah. There's it, no yeah. difference. There's no difference. difference. <laughs> uh, no, oh, it, there's no drama in that yeah, motor There's at no all. drama at all. You could be at 5,000 RPM yeah. and hold it at 5,000, and it, it's a little noisier, but it, there's no drama there. <laughs> we were, we have a, Maybe it can be my son's first bike. I've been looking for something that'll, uh, you know... Keep them on the sedate side of life for a first motorcycle. We uh, that sedate. Now it's not. That, I mean, so ages ago. Really? How many high school chicks you think I want to ride on it? When I had the red one. Not all, the, not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I had a red one, and I uh, was at a show at the Beachland. That's the progression of Felix. Was, it a, was it a red one or that ugly like maroon? No, no. This was one. red. This was okay. that just plain, plain old red. That's so, the same like progression, or same color progression that I had of Helix. The Helix? I had the, the same color as yeah, that, the ivory, the, the ivory yeah. uh, meta- not metallic. Metallic one, uh, yeah. yeah. Heli. 
the hell do you call it? And then I had the it's red. It's called pearl white. Pearl. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Pearl, pearl white notion. And then I had the red. Yeah. It was like a, uh, it was brighter, but it was a little yeah. goldish looking. Yep. Almost like a candy. It, it's yep. funny when you yep. have the Helix I have, at work. I have the Helix and the PC. Oh, God. Uh, each other. That's so much plastic. It's like the baby brother yeah. of the. <laughs> it is truly the baby brother. That's they both funny. have trunks. Yeah, and they both they have both trunks. trunks that hold helmets. I can just yeah. imagine your Helix going around going, hey, Spike, Spike, you want to play ball? You want to play ball, Spike? Yeah. Nah. I know for a fact that a Helix will hold one case of beer, yeah. one bag of ice, two gallons of milk, a thing of ice cream, and some lunch meat and bread. Wait till you see what a PC will hold. <laughs> I'm going grocery shopping on a Sam's Club. Yep, Sam's Club. You're going to come back with a stereo, a lounge chair, 55 inch TV, the barrel oil. Me, you could hold so much because that deck is flat. Because the deck, yeah. I've, I've carried an air conditioner all yeah. at one time. <laughs> an air conditioner, a stereo, uh, like a, a just a, a boombox? Know, like a, no, a stereo, like a the console, console receiver. Kind of, yeah, yeah receiver. receiver. Yeah. And a. Uh, and Granny up top. Hewlett Packard LaserJet 2. On a rocket That chair. I found garbage picking one day. So you took it garbage was, picking? Yeah, I was ah! there and I had it stacked up. They were stacked up like this. And I had my arms around and I, had, I couldn't oh, put my legs down. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I've carried a table and chairs. You're winning the Thailand Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you all you need to do is have like a goat. Pigs, you were a, I still <laughs> a bunch of pigs. A whole bunch of little piglets. Yeah. Yeah. Just strap them with a bungee cord. Squeak. A yeah. goat and three Asian children. And, yeah. You know. I was leaving the Beachland, you know, punk rock show thing, and our friend Danielle had gotten in a fight in the restroom. A girl fight. You know, they, they do that. I hate so to see that. She came out and she was very agitated. And uh, I got to hear firsthand about the girl fight in the bathroom. And so the end of the story is that Danielle was going to leave the bar, and she was in no condition to drive her car. And I happened to have a bright red PC-800 in the parking lot. Yes, that's Danielle. I've had had dreams that she's fighting in, but I'm I'm the opponent. (laughs) Anyway. And there's lots of oil. The best best two falls for three, right? uh, So she's like, I... I gotta get out of here. You need to get me out of here. And I was like, okay, fine. We'll jump on, you know, I got the bike outside, jump on the bike, we'll go. And so I I got a helmet because, oh, because the PC 800, guess what I have? Yeah. An extra helmet. helmet. <laughs> yeah, I got an extra helmet. So I chuck her a helmet and uh, chuck her a helmet. She jumps on the back of the bike. And now I have at this point had a wobbly popper too. And I leave. (laughs) We leave the beachland, and I get on the on ramp to get on the interstate. And I get on the on ramp, and because the motorcycle is essentially to my brain at that moment a big scooter, I forget about the concept of changing gear ratios. It becomes a foreign concept to me. You think you're on an XC500 or something? Whatever. BMW scooter could be any number of things, but it's, you know, I heard the sound of plastic when I sat on it, so therefore, shifting becomes no longer unnecessary. You were thinking CVT. What I learned is 7,200 RPM is the factory mandated cutoff. It will not go 7,300 RPM, it will go 7,200 RPM. And that equates to about 55 miles an hour in first gear. And when you look down and you're like, why did this bitch go faster? And you see that you're in the red, and you're at that velocity, and you're not going any faster. And, you know, cars on the freeway are not being put in your rearview mirror instantly like they should be. And you're like, oh, shit, I have to shift this thing. 
And I did. I, I found second gear instantly and then put myself in front of all those cars as I went through the gears. But I was really embarrassed that I forgot to shift it, one. And two, I was notice. really impressed that I didn't notice. You didn't even notice. <laughs> At no point did the motorcycle give me any indication of stress. I mean, yes, it was it was interrupting my spark to keep me from blowing it up. Well done, Honda. Because had it not done that, I would have certainly blown it up. Because I forgot shifting was a thing you had to do. I would have ridden it in first gear till smoke came out of the motor. But, and long story short, got a few gears, got her to the next bar safely. The evening continued. Have you I ever done you. that on your uh, after riding a scooter for a while and you forget to downshift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're you're funny. Take off on you're your bike and then the you're thinking, and <laughs> yeah, then you're coming to a stop and the bike's just lurch, 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 lurch. lurch and you're like yeah. what the oh, oh clutch? Shit. I have a clutch on this shit. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. But like that's an idea how durable they are. They're they're that durable. They, I've seen PC 800s with gajillions of miles on them. That engine is. To me, one of the best engines ever made. How often do you have to adjust the valves on that motor? Some like insane, like you can't. They're hydraulic. Oh yeah, that's right. You can't adjust the valves. They're hydraulic. hydraulic. The motor is basically a non-user serviceable component. It has got like a seal on the side. Like opening this door will void your warranty. Yeah, don't touch. Don't drop a spark plug. Oh god. Oh no no no. There's more thermal. There's no way you could find. <laughs> if, you, yeah, if you open up, oh, the spark plug wrench. The spark plug wrench in a the PC800 toolkit it's, is like twenty thousand dollars because it has the only device that can remove a spark that plug. That long. Yeah. And it's got a ten millimeter socket yeah, on the end of it. On the end of it. Yeah, is that it's, right? it is the mm. only thing that can get a spark plug out of there. I don't care how many extensions you try stacking There's up. There's shit in that toolkit I've never seen with a factory toolkit. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen feeler blades. There's something, some kind of little, <laughs> some kind of little wedge shaped widget with a square hole in the yep. middle of it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get the toolkit. That's kit. the claw foot. That's the uh, claw foot for the. Yeah, there's there for the top of the valve yeah. adjuster. Yes, that's that's okay. what that's, that's for. What I thought. Many so of those tools were engineered right. by NASA. <laughs> uh, it's, the, uh, it's got more. It's, Fucking, it's a fat roll, man. It's a fat tool roll. It's a fat roll. And uh, now on the other, on the downside of that, don't ever have to remove the carburetors because you're going to discover that that liquid cooled motor, liquid heats the carburetors. The liquid cooled motor is literally in the middle of plastic, mm-hmm. which of course would melt if it came in contact with heat. So then they put three or four layers of space shuttle uh, aluminum and uh, composite. Those little wafers they put on the bottom of the ceramic blocks. It literally looks like they wrapped the motor in aluminum foil and then sprayed it with expanding great foam stuff and then put another layer of aluminum foil on top of it for good measure. Well then. And I've taken all that stuff off. You can disassemble it. You can take it all off and eventually get to a liquid-cooled 800 motor, but it's not worth the trip. Can you put it back on? Yeah. yeah. It's just a pain in the ass. It's not a really good-looking motor. No, no, there's nothing to see there. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the battery is the removal, according to this, which I think this might be wrong. The battery removal is a bitch. The battery, replacing the battery, they say it requires the, the removal of seven panels and the right passenger foot pack. <laughs> no, it's crazy. And I've, I've it, done the, I've done the job with removing only five panels. Plus, also, another so, error they did is they yeah. put the positive lead yes. behind the frame, behind the frame member, so there's yeah. no yeah. if you don't put a lead on it yeah. you can't you can barely charge it i had to charge it today yeah i had to 
go between the frame. Yeah, you got to put a lead on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I didn't do it when yeah. I. Yeah. Oh man, that's a sin. If you put a battery in a PC800, you need to put a battery tender lead on that, an SAE lead on that thing immediately. And it should be hanging off the bike, reminding you, anytime you pl- park the bike, that you should be plugging it in. Because a dead battery on a PC800, <laughs> I don't care if you have jumper cables. It's going to take you an hour and a half to get to where the jumper cables go. <laughs> it is not cool. So stupid. The, the battery location is is a major problem with the bike. And all they had to do is yeah. put an access door. Sure. A big the, ugly door on the side. No, not on the side, off. behind it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, in the, in the like storage compartment. In the storage compartment. Yeah. They could have had two screws. Oh, maybe that's why you have a hole cut in here. No, I have a no, hole cut the on side. the left side. For no, we're still I'm trying to figure out why I have a hole cut in the bottom in the, my storage, my, my, my sponson box. Why I've got a, a hole. There's a square hole cut in my sponson box that would basically give you access to get to the tire. I think it's their checking tire pressure. Hey, let's talk about the tires. It's, it's on the side. PC eight hundred. Yeah, yes. I'll show you. I'll show you where it is. It's inside. You open the hatch inside. Oh, weird. It is weird. There's one tire. No, no. There's two tires on the bike, but there's one tire that you can buy to put on the back of the bike. If you don't like Dunlop K five ninety ones, sell your PC eight hundred because it's the last fucking tire made that fits on that and motorcycle. Somebody hasn't. What size tire is it? I mean, what's it? Fifteen inch. Okay. Well, this is somebody hasn't discovered well, a dark side tire for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that you can run dark side. Uh, but why? Why? Yeah. But the thing is, cornering is one of the things the bike doesn't have. Higher profile, right? And if you have one, like two millimeters You're higher, done. it rubs. You're rubbing. The it rubs the um, yeah. inside of the housing. Yeah. yeah. You got a K five ninety one is your choice of tires. Now the good news is K five ninety one is actually a pretty good tire, and they still make it. The dun- Dunlop. The Dunlop. Yeah. Yeah. So you can still buy that tire. But actually, you know what? Yes. I have Metzler. Oh, really? I put Metzler's on mine. Because I tried to find some for a customer the other day, and I could only find I the Dunlop 5 k well, I'll tell you exactly yeah, what's right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I, the other two people in America that own this bike are listening to the podcast right now. Yeah, ME88s. Yeah, yeah that's Metzler. Yeah. I, I'm going to look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, so... The bike's fucking weird. I mean, it's a weird ass bike. The uh, some of the stuff that's kind of that, that's kind of funny about it is, I don't. It, do your brakes work on your bike? Seemingly, they're. I like to say that my brakes are a suggestion. <laughs> they're not the awesome. Anti-lock. Yeah, this winter I'm going to put braided lines, and and gonna go through my brakes. I mean, because my bike's the lowest mileage of the whole pile of you guys. And I got about 14,000 miles on my bike, mm-hmm. and the brakes feel like wood. And not good wood, like Lincoln log wood. It, Are it, they just glazed or something? They Maybe could be. They could new be. New set of pads, like good wood pads or something. They like just, that. Good sized discs? Or? Yeah, they're fairly. They're, the rear is a drop. The rear is a drop. The rear is fine. I could lock the rear all day long. But the front brakes on my bike, it takes a way too. Like, you know, I'm a, this. I'm a two finger rider. I mean, mm-hmm. two finger clutch, two finger brake, always have been. And yeah, sometimes three. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, but on my front brakes on the the PC eight hundred, it takes way too much hand pressure to get that bike to stop. Like there is no way I could lock that. It's front a wheel. little bit spongy feel. I've had bikes like that, you know. Like I've had a number of CB seven fifty. Yeah, some were great. I had yeah. one that was just like. What the fuck? And, and I mean, my sure lever never comes close to that. I bled it twice. It's contamination fine. on the pads or something yeah. like that. It's, it's something not, because I, I could I could crush that. One of the pistons might be a little bit sticky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a thirty-year-old bike. You so. need to fix that. I do. 
I do. I do. I work on that shit. Four <laughs> I'm too busy riding it. God yeah. damn it. So, Steve, what's yeah. your answer? ME880s. ME880s. Right. In a 15 inch. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. Good for I wanted to put Z8s on. I think I had Z8s. Yeah. And on my ones, I would never buy a Z8 again. They wear really oddly. They wear like, like a, like the sides wear out. And yeah. The center strip stays elevated. It has See? a hard center strip, like. Well, it's actually composite right down the say middle. Say it's a, not. It's not a dual composite tire. It's a, a like a, the way they twist the belts or something. Oh, okay. Huh. But but when you get about three thousand miles on it, you fall off that center strip, and it's like it's, unner- it's almost unnerving <laughs> because you, you no matter how much you drive it, it on the highway like, and dri- do a straight line driving, you can't yeah. wear it down the center. Right. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, but if you do any cornering at all, it just eats the sides of the tires up. That's I noticed that on the the Pirellis on my DRZ. The What's the most amount of gas you ever put in your your uh, PC eight hundred? Four point because the gas tank says four point two gallons. Yeah, I, like you ran or emptied almost. I've never put more than two point eight gallons in mine. Yeah. Well, my, my, but the thing is, my gas gauge at one hundred and thirteen miles. Says empty. empty. Same with mine. I just put yeah. gas in it today. One hundred and twenty miles, and it was like you're you're a dick. You're about to run the out guy, of gas. The guy I got this thing from today, he said one thirty. One thirty. Right. He says it's going to tell you it wants gas. Right. You can go more. Right. Yeah, you can't because it's. It does it? I forgot to ask him. Does it have like a light? Nope. No. No. Does it have like a reserve? Nope. It tells you when it's empty by stopping. Right. The motor <laughs> it's running. And well, if, if my bike is in the indication, <laughs> maybe I should like use I said, some of that luxurious, spacious trunk for a get small. No, I don't can. think you need to because <laughs> at, at three at three gallons, it's telling me I'm out of gas. Well, clearly there's a gallon more hiding in there, which means at least thirty five hmm. miles. Once I've started panicking, that sounds like my V7. Your, it does. Your range. Well, the V7 is like 100 miles once you hit empty. You get about 180 yeah. out of it. I get 44 miles to a gallon. Right. I was going to say I get about 36 or 38. If you, you drive a little faster. Yeah. Right. 32 is my. That's my nominal. My safety mileage. 70. It's 32 miles per gallon. Yeah. So that yeah. bike gets kind of bad gas mileage. That's what we're joking. We're like, like that what? sounds like an unsafe. <laughs> no. The idea is if I if I think 32. Oh, and I, I remember gotcha. there's okay. a gallon left in there. When I get to E, I'm like, I can go 32 more miles. Yeah. And that's safe. That's my safety yeah, mileage. Because yeah, I can't drive the do. bike that hard. Yeah. I can't make the bike use more than 32 miles per gallon. I can try. I think I'm starting to get the meat sweats. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the so, first fart out. Uh, you brought the CB1. Yes, I did. That's a fucking unicorn. Unicorn. Holy 1989. Shit, that's a unicorn. 1990. 89 and 90 only, right? Only. Well, yeah. I think, but Europe, though. But again, well, Europe, again. I think they did. Oh, yeah. Well, they also became the Honda Bros over there. They lived yeah. on in right. Europe for a lot yeah. longer than they did here. Right. I think they still make them out there. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, but, but I mean, four cylinder liquid cooled <clears> sport bikes were a real deal. I mean, here we had the Suzuki, um, the, that Suzuki uh, Bandit, Bandit 400. 400. Yeah. We had a 400 Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we had the Honda, and that was kind of it. Yeah, I don't know the Kawasaki. You had a VFR four hundred, right? I did have a VFR four hundred for or VFR five hundred for a while. I had there was a CBR four hundred. There was a CBR four hundred, but that was Japanese domestic market. Right. That wasn't a that wasn't a us bike. The Japanese have done a lot of that stuff, you know, and yeah, they no, had like the Hornet. The rest two, of the world, they've yeah. had Hornet two fifty. That's what I was going to say. Oh, they got some yeah. cool they got some four cylinder bikes we're never going to see. But yeah, but like for here, the funny thing is though, I was trying to trade. 
Yeah. My CB1 to Ken Carlson, who lives in Kenton, Ohio, <laughs> for his PC800. PC yeah. That he was selling that I, I have a feeling if in the back of my head, yeah. he sold to this guy. <gasps> And he just went and traded for the one that I was that trying was to trade for. That was one that was on Craigslist, wasn't it? Uh, I remember the, I, I mean, a long time ago. This one's months ago, months ago. Months, got, months and months ago, because I remember the pinstriping. This bike's got, he's got the CB radio. He's got the Kenwood radio controller system. He's got every goddamn If it was Ken's bike, too. Ken's an engineer. Yeah. Ken's a Honda lover, uh-huh. and he probably went through the bike quite a bit if he owned it for a while. And he might be the reason why you still have the the CB and all that kind of stuff because yeah. he would have assembled. He would have John done. got owner's manual, shop oh. manual, yeah, a set of rebuild kits for the carbs. Like that's the perfect. You've struck gold when you get it. I got like with all the, that shit. I got like the the memo that went to dealers about the Pacific Coast. What did it say? Quake program. You didn't um, get the starter kit. You got the pro kit. What the all fuck? the all the accessories really and the pricing written down. Oh my and, god! Wow, man. Yeah, I told John his bike was the equivalent of those guys you see putting videos on YouTube when yeah. they buy an old package of baseball cards. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're opening it up and they're like, "Oh, what do we got?" Oh yeah. John's oh, going yeah. through his trunk, going like, "Oh, owner's manual, service manual, you know, like, yeah, all the goodies." That's really cool. When you get a bike that has that kind of provenance and has all that gear with it, and, and, and you, you know that the deer whistles on it to provenance, yeah, the deer whistles. Make, I like the deer whistles. <laughs> yeah, the deer whistles <laughs> to, to make the old man ambiance just even exude from it. Yeah, it's, it's, but he, as a joke, mounted them backwards so they now attract deer. No, <laughs> hey deer, come here, deer, mm-hmm. come here, deer. I picked up this RX Seven. Yeah, some guy's garage. Twenty-one years wasn't touched. So I hear the old yellow title. Yeah, and he dropped off the title last night at my house. Gave me a folder with every, just like that. Everything in it, all the service records, all the brochures. He had every brochure oh of that God. year, like all. The, what year was it? Like eighty four. It's eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm beginning to love rotary engines. Now I'm going to get RE five. Oh boy. There's <laughs> one. Uh, there's one on Craig. There's one. What is the maximum somewhere. velocity that you have achieved on your PC eight hundred? One hundred and two miles per hour. Nice. 102, 103 ish. It hits the ton. That's when you're getting 32 miles a gallon, right? Probably getting about 20 at that point. But yeah, just a hair over 100. And I didn't realize I was going that fast. I didn't. I had no idea I was going that fast. I noticed that I had a lack of acceleration. So it'll go. What was it? They said 55 the, miles an hour in first gear. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, then the rest are all from there. The rest are slower. The rest you are get 10 more miles yeah. per gear after the, uh, that. At 105, like 102-ish indicated, it was over 100, and I just didn't feel acceleration anymore, so I looked down because I was like, well, what's wrong with this motorcycle? Why won't it go faster? And so I looked down, and I was going over 100 miles an hour, and I was like, well, there you go. It's just don't like somebody on a walker. It just doesn't feel like it. It just doesn't feel like it. And they said, I think the production, the notes from the production uh, stuff that I found, they said it was... Uh, uh, 105 miles per hour is what they said the well, top speed was. horsepower, you figure. Yeah, you know, your wind. It's not a fast bike by any stretch. Plus your windshield this one. Right. Yeah, it's not. It's not 105 fast. miles an hour with a five foot six, 130 pound Japanese man on it. I think. <laughs> I think. Well, with a six foot one, 210 pound dude on it, it was going over 100. No problem. I mean, it wasn't having a stress issue. It just wasn't accelerating anymore. <laughs> you know, there was no noises that were bad. I just wanted to f- continue feeling thrust. 
And when I didn't feel thrust anymore, I looked down and I was like, oh, well, I guess that's as fast as a PC-800 goes. You know? It, there, no point of the experience was it like... Everyone oh, boy, right now wants to make a thrust joke. <laughs> <laughs> We're all looking at each other going... In thrust we trust. The, uh, that's, like, that's one of those weird bikes, but love it or hate it, if you hate it hard enough, you will eventually kind of go like, eh, all right, you know. Um, it's not a DS21. No, it is not a DS21. Nobody's going to walk up to you and be like, that's the coolest bike I've no, ever seen. Never. <laughs> never. I get, nobody never. The, the biggest thing is like, know. who makes that scooter? That's the who comment I get. Scooter? Who makes that scooter? And that's probably the num- the most, or people think it's a BMW. You probably get that if you go down to Wallace Lake at about 2 in the afternoon. You people know, that know. People are like, oh, that's a great and that, That's a good way. You'll be able to separate the the, yeah. the the punters from the people who know. Right. Because if somebody walks up to you and say, oh, my God, you have a PC-800, you know they know something oh, about Oh, the sheer fact that they know what a PC-800 is usually indicates that they're some sort of motorcycle pervert they, to begin with. call it a BMW all the time. Yeah. People call well, they call it a BMW. It's but, absolutely it. Yeah. So the guy that... Nothing has ever looked more like a BMW, yeah. including a lot of BMWs, yeah. than a PC800. You should get a full BMW sticker kit for it. No, I when I had my... It's more BMW than a BMW. My R1100, mm-hmm. my RTP, had the exact same mirrors, the exact same yeah. headlight, the exact same plastic fascia. Like, when you had a PC800 in the garage next to a BMW R1100 RTP, very they're similar. very similar. <laughs> they're so similar, it's ridiculous. Um, if you have a white helmet on, you could pull up behind people and just get them to pull over because they think you're a cop. <laughs> Only yeah. the, the Honda didn't have a magical window that popped out of the side of the engine and, and blew it up. And exploded <laughs> it, yes, because that's the secret. If you own a BMW R1100, there's a window on the side of your motor that is used to check to see how much oil is in it. And occasionally that window will roll down. Ask Eliza. <laughs> oh, really? Ask one? I lost one on mine. I left my house like I left my yard like. Does it just fire out? Fucking no! It falls out. Fuck that motorcycle! By the time your foot feels warm, exactly, your motor's launched. Up. I left on right by our house. You know, mm-hmm. pulled out of the driveway, nice. rolled out, and like hammered it. <laughs> and by the time I got to Lear, but you know, a mile, whatever. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to Lear, my left boot was feeling rather warm. And I looked down to find out why my foot was slipping on the peg, and I realized my left boot was covered in oil. So I immediately, what do you do? Shut everything off. So I shut everything off, pulled did a loop on power I had left, and then looked at the side of the motor, and there was a one-and-a-half-inch hole in the side of the motor where there used to be a piece of plastic that showed you how much oil was in because it decided it should just leave. You should have used damn soil. It would have saved the motor. What the <laughs> fuck? No, hey, I saved the motor because as soon as I, I shut it off, so I didn't have a problem. But the idea is anybody who would engineer something without a circlip set in there to hold that lens in yeah, it just, just a press fit, yep. that's some dumb engineering. That's astronomically dumb engineering. My bike was like six It was engineered years, during Oktoberfest. Whatever. My bike was six years old and had... 26,000 miles on it, and that shit popped out. That's stupid. How I mean, don't you finish up this side class? We go to drink this beer now. They tell you, don't let the bike idle. Like they say, fire it up and ride it. Really? Don't, don't let it warm up. Because yeah, they'll overheat that and they'll melt it. That's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, that is ridiculous. Police use that bike. You know what police do? Yeah, true. Sit on their ass idling. Yeah. I mean, it's that. that's just, you can say whatever you want later on about how it was the customer's fault, but that's fucked up engineering. I mean, that's... Hey, Steve, that's you jerk. Don't you own an Africa twin? 
<laughs> Steve. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? He brought the PC-800. It's PC-800 night. I haven't seen it. Oh, wow. What do you do this? I've been riding my wow. ruckus. You've been riding, you own an Pete African saw me, Yeah, Pete saw me yesterday. I, I ride my ruckus the most. I, I expect the, the Africa Twin to be at the next podcast okay. and available for test rides. Uh, according a, to, according a, to John Chrome, I have just found out that the trunk mats, the mats what are for putting in the trunk of your PC-800, uh, Honda Line trunk mats are $10.27. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. The scuff pad set, so that you uh, didn't uh, damage the top of your trunk when your passenger swung her leg over it and and slid it with her hoof. Uh, those are uh, twenty three dollars and seventy cents. The audio system, Kenwood, the audio Kenwood system, loved by Helix riders, uh, four hundred and seventy four dollars. Wow! 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 Indeed, four hundred seventy three dollars too much. The front mud guard. I, I, I guess the front mudguard is just a mudguard. It, it doesn't appear to be anything special, but it's the whopping it's a mud guard. 16 bucks. How the, about uh, the LED? Um, the front wheel cover? <laughs> that everyone puts Yeah, that every Goldwing yeah. ever had. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But the color-matched helmet that I have up on the shelf there. Yes, how uh, much was that? Uh, in large, which is the size I have, is $199.95. Yeah. New, but today and today only. That was 1989 too. That was, Holy that was expensive. Shit. <laughs> that was expensive. I wouldn't pay that yeah. much for a helmet. I'll today. sell it to you for half that. Right? This now. is just the kind of stuff that came with the yeah. thing. You know, it's just there's there's lines yeah. in the owner's manual that are underlined in red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, right. there's yeah. under the inside the gas door is tire pressure right. and vehicle weight. <laughs> which for some <laughs> reason an engineer owned that. Oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, yeah. I mean. That's. So I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't Ken's bike. Yeah, really. I, I kind of agree with you. It probably made a very short trip around, you know, I don't know. that part of the world. I did not ask the guys. Yeah. Uh, well, but it's cool you got it. And if you got Ken's bike, actually, then you can't do worse than that. I mean, you can't do better than that. That's that's a good bike to have. I do like that bike. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah, I just held it together with zip ties, though. So. Yeah, this is the. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dissect the toolkit. Yes. Ah, the toolkit. I love the toolkit. Anyone tell me what that is? Nope. I can't see it. You can't tell me. I what was that gonna is. ask Hoffer what it is. You yeah. can't tell me what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you that they're shitting this. No toolkit. fucking idea. No. Something for body panels? Uh, nope. They're shitting this toolkit. Nobody knows how to work. I mean, seriously. I mean, it looks like right. You should be yeah. hitting it with a hammer. Yeah. Do you know why that's bent? Because it has to be. Yes, that's not it an in. accident. It has to be bent that way, otherwise it won't fit. Yeah, it won't get the fit. Spark plug yeah. yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've also, seen things similar to that. Also, for rear shock adjustment, that yeah. thing is. Thing. Yeah, it's hilarious. So yeah, the toolkit is a, a true Honda toolkit. You know, it's Let one of those two hundred dollar toolkits. Yeah, I got the same one in mind. <laughs> what yeah. the hell is that? Hey, Ken. This is Johnny Macklefresh. How you doing, man? You're on the air. My buddy just bought a PC-800, and it came out of Kenton, Ohio. And I'm wondering if maybe it was the one you had. What color? It's the the Lexus, you know, pearl, Champagne. white. Well, that's what I had. Did yours have pinstripes on it? No, I did not have pinstripes on it. Okay, so this was not your bike. I was just wondering because he bought it. Well, and put pinstripes on it, you know, but 
Kenwood. Did it have? Did yours have the Kenwood stereo? Did yours have the Kenwood stereo and the uh, CB no. radio and everything for it? No. Oh, all right. We were just curious, and we were up here doing a podcast with my buddies here at Cleveland Moto, and I was just like, you know what? That that's very good possibility. That could have been Ken's bike, but yeah, oh. I sold it uh, early in the spring. Uh, I think the guy lived in Marion, Ohio. Marion, Ohio. What'd you get for it? I think I sold it for two grand. Eh, fair price, fair price. That's good because he said he bought guy, it in the spring. This guy was said he yeah. bought it in the spring, and he was asking seventeen fifty for it. And my buddy traded a an old an XR six hundred that he had rebuilt and stuff. So we have three PC eight hundreds here tonight between oh, wow. my buddy who just got one and Phil and Steve Hofford who actually has two of them. So and I was telling these guys about trying to trade my CB one for yours and. Yeah, I uh, I sold it in the spring, and I even included an extra universal joint because that's the one thing that you can't find anywhere for that thing. Oh, for the drive shaft? Yeah, because they, they did not use that joint on any other motorcycle. Oh, okay. So good to know that. That's the one. That's the one part that maybe you lay aside if you can find a good used one. Okay. Uh, well, these guys just heard that, so yeah. they'll go ahead on the hunt for that or keep We're an eye on the market. <laughs> Thank you very much for that tech tip. We appreciate it, Ken. All right. All right. Well, I'll I'll are you at the point where you wish you had it one back yet? No. No, I got my uh, uh, 650 Hawk, and I love that bike. Uh, yeah, Phil has had a couple of those in in his time, and that's we were talking a little bit about unicorn bikes and you know two year Hondas and stuff like that, and the PC 800 came up, and the CB1, and then the the Hawk and the GB500 and stuff like that. So we know you've owned a lot of those bikes. I've owned a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, the uh, PC800 is a nice touring bike. Yeah. All right, Ken. Well, I just had to phone a friend. I appreciate you, you giving me the time to talk with me about it. I'm going to let you go, and we're going to continue with our regularly scheduled uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you later. Thank you, Ken. Bye, Ken. Bye, bye. Yeah, that's hilarious because I mean, there's another engineer, yeah, you know, who's got to own a PC800, oh, okay. and then of course has a GT650 now. So, right. right, yeah, that's that's and had disease. a CB and had a had CB1, CB1 and like and all these bikes are the same years. Right. Well, that's the weird thing is there's <laughs> that weird gap between eighty one and or eighty eight ninety nine yeah. or eighty eight and ninety one. That's all fucking Honda. Like, <laughs> let's throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Well, I think it was Trans one of the Alps and uh, Trans Alps. Twins. Yeah, yeah. Trans Alps. True. Yeah. That's what I want next. And <laughs> I, so I, I, think I tried the Trans Alps. And I quickly got a TDM 850. Oh. Yeah. Okay. When Honda went from the 70s into the 80s into that, let's try and be Harley because that's what yeah. America yeah. wants. Yeah. I think they gave up on that at the end of the 80s and into the 90s and were like, man, we got to come up with something new. Yeah, I, I really do. When you look at everything they're producing, they were throwing darts at a dartboard. The GB500, and nobody doing anything like a GB500. The Hawk, nobody was trying anything like the Hawk. There was a lot of bikes that they came out with that were radical departures from what everyone else was doing, and they were rewarded with shitty sales. Now, four or five years later, relatively the same bike comes out from many other manufacturers and sells great. Is it because Honda cracked the you know yes. cracked the scab? Yes, yes. Yeah. Honda went out there first. The Trailblazer doesn't get rewarded. Mm-hmm. The Trailblazer, they get punished. Honda picked the scam. Yeah, and so, tra- you know, Trailblazing 
Fuck you, buddy. Well, you know, and I wonder, too, because when, when a company invests a ton of money mm-hmm. into engineering and tooling right. to build a particular yeah. vehicle, that tooling has to go somewhere afterwards. Right. And I've read things before that, like, old, you know, Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, whatever bikes that they made in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, when they stopped making that bike, they sold their tooling some weird Asian country right. that now still makes their that, own little thing, version yeah. of that 50-year-old oh, yeah, motorcycle. I feeling that maybe the, uh, maybe the PC-800 tooling may have got smelted down. Because <laughs> I didn't see anything resembling a PC-800 pop up anywhere else. Wouldn't it be hilarious if all of a sudden there's like some Malaysian company comes up like, oh, Malaysian, East Coast 900, you but, know? No, <laughs> but if it was an Asian country that did that, it would be the, the bodywork would all be PC-800. Mm-hmm. The frame would be PC-800, but it have a 125cc motor. Right. right. That would be what would happen. <laughs> yeah. That would be so funny. Yeah. It'd be a 125. The Life Van Lake Shore. It'd be a Life Van, right? The Life the Van Lake Shore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you can do the Lake Erie Loop on that's it. That's hilarious. The Life on Lake Shore. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, so you guys already talked about the unicorn bikes? No, go ahead. Fire it up. <laughs> no, I just was thinking of one then. Go ahead. You, bring it up. A CL125. Right. Mm-hmm. That's another. No, I mean a, a CT125. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So we had. We had one in here. We had one in here. An Australian one, yeah. yeah. So we had an Australian one in here, and they were those were never sold in America. Yeah, they were, were they? one year, nineteen seventy-seven. You see, you see them, like and that was a nineteen seventy-seven. So I right. think it was a, I think it was an American one. It has a huge rack on the. Oh yeah, it does. Like it's oh yeah, it does. Oh yeah, yeah look the huge rack. Yeah. And that's, I, I kind of, kind of started looking into them because I, I read about them, and then when we were at Mid Ohio this right. year, I saw. Two of them. Get out of here. Frolicking together. <laughs> <laughs> frolicking together. <laughs> two unicorns. That is mid Frolicking down the aisle together. <laughs> right. And now this is a bike. I've been working on bikes since 1989, and I had never seen one in person. Right, yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple copies that people have gotten the short seat in the rack and yeah. put on a, two, was it a TL that's very similar? Yeah. Uh, the Reflex? No, no, no. Flip, 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 place. Uh, oh, the XL, damn it. The XL, yeah. XL, cut very yeah. similar. XL125. But I've never seen the... And, and there were God, two of them. Dang it, there was two of them. That's Mid-Ohio. So I'm like, all right, i got to research this. So I looked it up, and yeah, one year old. Mid-Ohio. Have you ever heard of one? One year old. A very rare bike. Have you ever heard of a bike called Aerial Square Yeah, there's four, four of them. Yeah, there's six of them. Just rolled past here <laughs> on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how it goes. The I had a customer contact me wanting to do some horse trading. And what he had to horse trade with was this very rare bike. Very rare bike that, that I'm sure he was sure I've never seen or heard of. It better not and be made by Honda. I can no hear your voice dripping with sarcasm yeah. right now. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of it and he said it's a TLR 200. And it's a trail bike. And I said, no, no, that's not a trail bike, sir. That's a trials bike. I said, that is a mass-produced copy of a trials bike. That is a mass-produced, poorly geared... Oh, it is poor. Street legal. Street legal. (laughs) Trials bike. The thing is so rattly. It is a horrible bike. Really? It is. I've had one. It is it a, has a 20 inch seat height. Bad bike. Mm-hmm. It has. It has a bandage where the seat should be. 
Because right. you're supposed to be on your feet for trials. It's a trial. Hip to foot right. ratio is about this. It is this long exactly, and it would be like perfect for Ron Jeremy to blow himself. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing good about that bike because <laughs> that's the way you're riding the motor. Riding well, you're, you're missing the whole point of the bike, though. Too. I mean, oh, it's no. not meant to ride around no. sitting on the seat. No, right. But the, no. the point it's, it's a barely legal street legal trials bike, but it probably falls on its face as a trials bike as well. If you're saying it doesn't, it's not a good trials bike. Both jobs. Then that's that's right. a problem. Because no, anything they did to it to make it a street bike ruined it as a trials right. bike. Right. And the fact that it's a trials bike means it's not a street bike. Yeah. Well, because they would have had to have tweaked the suspension for street riding. Well, it damn sure ain't a trail bike. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you are not bombing. You're, you're not. You're not rock hopping on yeah. that thing. Yeah. At all. And what they've done is they had replaced the seat with a loaf of bread that was wrapped in black vinyl. It shouldn't even have a seat on it. I agree. Uh, a trials bike it should. A trials bike shouldn't have turn signals on it. And. I, that's the guy who was like, well, you know, it's that's super rare, and it's only got 380 miles on it. And I said, you're right. Wow. There's Honda a reason rare bikes. There's no such thing as a rare Honda. That was the first. A PC800 is probably more rare than well, that, that the LR. Yeah, <laughs> but, they, uh, but that's the thing. is like that, that, like a Beta or a Gas Gas is a trials bike. Yes, it is. That's a trials bike. That's a purpose-built trials bike. When a company like Honda says, we're going to build a trials bike to see if the general public will buy them, well, Honda made some nice trials bike. The TLs, the older seventies, exactly. you know, we were good for their for their their time. Right. They did, they wouldn't hold yeah. up against a modern gas right. gas or anything. Oh, like if that. you tried to show up at a trials event on a TLR two hundred, you would laugh. You'd, you'd get laugh. laughed out of. You probably aren't going to fit anywhere because right. you're not really going to fit well into the vintage category. Exactly. You know, when everybody brand new bike back when everybody's yeah. riding a TL. You know, the TLs. Oh yeah. Well, that's why when the guy tried to, to tell me what a great trail bike this was, I was like, well, have you ridden a lot? Because it only has 360 miles on it. Clearly, yeah. you haven't ridden it very much. Because I had one, and the top speed on that thing was 48 miles an hour. Well, oh, yeah, that. because it was gearing. terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Well, it's Absolutely. not geared for street. It's not really geared for the street. Right. And that and was I, I, I don't know. The concept <laughs> itself was probably just like, so you can ride from your little development down the street a little bit. And go and, play in the dirt. And go play in the dirt right. and ride back. You know, that's the only reason it was street legal. But I'd still like to take a crack at one. Oh, yeah. That was my first new bike I ever bought. You bought a new one? You bought a brand new Reflex? From, uh, Reflex, yeah. It was sitting there for I saw my grandpa used to take me in there, so so we used to go in there all the time. And then, so then I saw this bike and it was yeah. sitting there. And it was sitting. There. Oh yeah, it was, it was sitting, sitting there. there. Yeah. And it sat there. They had them left in the showrooms in like '94, right? Yeah. And so in '90, in uh, 1991, yeah, I they, they reduced the price down to like. Seven hundred bucks. I was gonna say it, it should have like come with a new set of tires because the old one, the original ones, were dry riding. Yeah. And yeah, I could say that's the only bike that I ever got hit by a uh, city snow. Whoa! You got hit by a city snowplow? Right. On a TLR two hundred. <laughs> On East two twenty second. Holy shit! I was driving. I was leaving the bar. Oh my lord! Leaving the bar. Every great story I starts with that. I was leaving the bar in my motorcycle. The bar on my motorcycle. <laughs> it was snowing like crazy. I was riding that bike to back and forth to work, and a snowplow came and swung wide and my, hit my shoulder. Hit, hit my bars. It was like I tried to steer out of the way. Hit my shoulder with the, like one of those deuce and a quarters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go down, and I didn't stop because. Says SOS on it. <laughs> I, I needed to get home before somebody said anything about it. <laughs> I don't think this is a factory OEM Honda dick fur. What's a dick fur? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is a really like this toolkit has no less than twenty six components. Are you reading to see what they're what they're for? Is this one identified in the kit? 
Or unless is that some, unless oh it's my. a fuse puller. Oh. Because there is fuse puller, and I don't see anything that looks like a I fuse puller. I think that puller. might be a fuse puller wedge. What is the? What is this? This I do not know. Oh yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah. So when you do start looking at the original factory Honda toolkit, oh. and start seeing some of the stuff oh. that's in it. Hold on, that's pretty rad. Does that? No, it doesn't. No. Damn, yeah. that goes with that. That's a T handle. So you put that in there, and that's yeah, a T handle. Yeah, we played that game before, but yeah, that's like that is a toolkit. That is a that is a toolkit that is. This is to clean out the tip in case the stream shoots in two different directions. After no, that's exactly. Yeah, Ooh. you put that through one of the holes on your disc Ooh. and lock the rear wheel when you're servicing your universal joint. Whoa, no, that's a wheel lock. Mind My blown. Is it really? Did you find it? Did you look no. it up? Because I think that's horseshit. <laughs> I call complete bullshit on that one. There's, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's no way that's, I don't that's see, what that is probably fits through my ear. Either of those, unless uh, they are a fuse puller. Well, I, everything yeah. else is it's supposed to be for. two to go on John's that's, neck. That's not a fuse puller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, Frankenstein's this is just monster. Funny. This is when you explore it. I mean, this bike is 30 years old. You know, twenty-eight years old. One end of that'll fit into my right. gauge of my tongue. Yeah. Twenty-eight. I mean, a twenty-eight-year-old motorcycle. And I get ear jizz oh. all over it. God, that got small. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it didn't go in. Smells like cat's ass. Don't you wish all, sp- yeah. all holes would get small when they're not used? Everything. I've taken all the body panels off. Taken the wheels, the front, and the engine, everything off it. I cannot figure out what that's used for. No, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I'm looking at that part. Now, we can go out and pull my toolkit and see if I have one in my toolkit, too. Yay. If you want to take a deep dive on this shit. Yeah. And I'm not doing yeah. it on the podcast. That's it just it looks to me like this end goes into some sort of fastener, which you then hook a wrench to and... To and back it out. The pecker on the end of it. Like, I don't it know why it has a pecker. It literally is a pecker. But, but maybe it maybe, had, that's a maybe it has tool. something to do with Phil was saying about the other tool where yeah. you have to reach down far enough into somewhere and that's how you pull it back it, out. I, I have no idea. You I reach down into something no and idea. then you can get yeah. a socket on there. It's, it's turn bizarre. It, and then you got to use your pliers but to pull that back out. But it is an exotic toolkit. I mean, the fact that it does have track. Uh, breaks. That's, uh, it has the anti-dive front end. Right? Yeah. So it could, could have something to do with that because it's got that, a uh, titanium magnet. It's it only that. picks up titanium. This is titanium. Are we going to uh, talk about <laughs> motorcycles that are relevant to anybody else? Uh, no, no, no. Table? This is. I mean, this whole podcast is all about <laughs> fucked up weird bikes. <laughs> if you have one, you're already such a pervert that you really shouldn't be around people anymore. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Dustin has figured it out. But why does it have a tit on it? To hold it in. Oh, is it? Yep. Is it working? <laughs> nope. then, does it, well, I didn't jam it in there that hard. Is there a rubber? Push it in. Yeah. Yep. That's what it's there, there for. There you go. It's got a tit on it, so it goes into that rubber stopper and doesn't fall out. It's an extension for the sock, uh, spark plug removal tool. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's what it is. Ain't that something? Because now you can put that in there and you can use that. Oh, wrench. look at that! Yep, yep. Ten mil. Welcome to Honda. Well done, man. Well done, man. Ha! That is that is so, fucking rad. If that is that, then is if this. Oh, that's what you're talking about. That is the only spark plug wrench you can use on the planet. Because I've tried using shop tools. So you to better have one in your toolkit. No, I've tried using I've tried using shop tools to take out customer spark plugs. Uh. It's useless. Yeah. They do not. I do not have a two point two five inch extension. It don't toolbox. not work. It don't not work, and it's also the super thin wall socket. This must be one considered yeah. one. That's okay. I had to grind one down. Oh yeah. yeah. Fortunately, there's, it's, there's it's no way. Uh, there's no way anything in my toolbox is going to get into that motor 
that is not. Isn't that cool? Ain't that something? Now you know. Those cheeky monkeys. Look at that. Look at what they did. Look at what they did. I did something good tonight. They did something good tonight. Look at that. <laughs> and look at the complex fucking way they had to build that fucking piece of shit. All the different crimps and madness they did to but make you it. You can only use it ten times and then it's no good. Yeah, then it's, <laughs> I think it's locked together forever now. Yeah. And I got players. And then it falls in. Oh, so do you. I do too. <laughs> oh, and they're tight too. Oh, they're tight. Good tight players. That's what this, this the reason it's tight is. Teenage girlfriend. Oh, there the, she goes. The German players look good and tight. Yeah. Oh, God. Look at that. And this is when the podcast goes to shit. I mean, so you can actually pull the yeah, so you can pull the spark plug out. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. that then pull it out once you put it yeah. back in. Yeah, the, the nipple. Yeah, that's why it's got rubber. Those have spark plug wells. Their spark plugs are down in, right? It's, oh no, they're in. Yeah, yeah they're in. You got to get through two layers of air cooling and one layer of liquid cooling to get to where the spark plugs are. Yeah, you have to take off all the plastic. All the plastic. <laughs> yeah, it's they're really. Like, oh, it's okay. Just change the spark plugs. Fuck you. Change the spark plugs. Buy a new motorcycle. I noticed this. And these are great bikes. Why? Well, because yet they're fun. This like not be this is the weirdest thing. Like, when they work, they work really well. They always work. They don't not work. Like I, this is an insanely reliable motorcycle. It is. It is so well put together. Like except for like you said, except for the voltage regulator. But I've kind of reduced my issue with that because I make sure that I keep my battery on a battery tender. I got a good quality battery in it, and it lives on a tender. That's it. I got a voltage gauge on the dashboard. I watch yeah, I just it. Put one on. Yeah, I see where it is. Anytime it even suggests that it's going below 13 volts, I make sure it lives on the t- uh, Optimate that night. I've, I've not had a problem with it. I had a warning be- tone last summer on my CB, uh, CB1. Yeah. I, I, I was riding with Peggy, and I heard this. A warning tone? How very Japanese no, that was, of them. That was, not, that was just the battery cooking. <laughs> I get off the bike and I'm going all over the bike and I hear this. I take the seat off and it's the vent on the sealed cell battery. Is yes, it's just going. It's the vent, really, because the battery was cooking I'm all the sure fuck and it cooked all the stuff out. We ended up uh, pulling the caps on a sealed cell, which you really shouldn't do. But yeah. whatever, I dumped some more water in there, put yeah. bump started it, and got it going and rode it home. Oh, well, wow. then put a new battery in and then notice like, man, my fucking headlights are bright. And then my my low beam went out. <laughs> yeah. My dash lights yeah. went out. I'm like, oh, pulled. and then I'm making 18, 18 volts. volts. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, see seventy. But dude, that's better than twelve. Headlight goes. Everything got really bright. Yeah. The headlights blows. All the dash lights blow. They all go, I turn man. Oh, 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 that blows. Oh, the yeah. tail light yeah. blows. Yeah. Yeah. So all my lights. I'm making out. too much electricity. <laughs> I can't stop making electricity. <laughs> well, I can only imagine. Just back to the grid. You know, put it back into the grid. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't imagine. Much electricity it's making at thirteen thousand RPM. Exactly. You know, like, right. Oh. I mean, if you if you've lost control, if you are no longer regulating, what's coming out of that thing? And that's just allowed to just throw power like mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, every bulb in that thing doesn't have a chance. I it's still like, have a headlight bulb. I still a high beam. And, yeah. You know, I didn't. I caught on to it relatively quickly. <laughs> I would no part As of that. The world operation. was going dark. I caught on to it. Well, and it is like. It's such a stupid system when you think about it. Like, the system is like, well, you know, everything goes fine until one little diode pops inside of this regulator. And when that one little diode pops, <coughs> well, then... You get all the electrons. Then, or no electrons. We start, <laughs> yeah. Then we what? start turning illumination devices into fuses. You know, and that's all it is. And it really is stupid when you think about, like, 
We find illumination for our motorcycles by heating up a little piece of tungsten, super duper hot, by having resistance in it, like literally impeding the flow of electrons. And like that's how we make light. Like we could do better than that. Uh, we really could. We do, have. It's called LED. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. we could do better than that. And, and you know what? Every time somebody switches shit over to LED, it seems to work better. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen plenty of blown out LEDs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and me personally, I mean, we bought the LEDs at our house, and right. half of them have blown out. Oh, have like, they? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, oh, the, the light bulbs that say it works for 14 years, yeah. and well, a year later, years. you're like, Maybe the fuck. right one does, but I, I'm... Those I'm old right. compact fluorescents said the same thing, and every time I turned on the light, the cat would piss himself. <laughs> so apparently, there is a side effect to those compact fluorescents, because the noise they make, I can't hear it, but my cats can hear it. Mm. I, there was one... I had one light, and I would turn that fucker on, and the cats would just be like, and they'd go into like a spastic, you know, and they'd go spastic, they'd fall on the floor, they'd shake their leg, and then they'd run out of the room. Are they really, like, they really do that? I feel bad for my cat now. I didn't even well, know that. Well, if you turn on the light and your cat looks at the light Maybe and fucks that's wrong, off, what's wrong it might be cats. making noise that you can't hear. There used to be the old, yeah. the old ones had a separate ballast unit. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the ball would clip into that ballast unit, and uh-huh. those things... Hum really bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really bad noise to them. Uh The newer units are integral. (laughs) They're just integral, and they change the ballast in those. But the original ballast units had a. Like a starter and a ballast. So if I get the new. If I'm using the newest CFLs. My cats might be okay. I don't know. Except for, the the your cat. Except for the mercury fumes that they're emitting all the time. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, just go LED. Answer. You'll be licking your head and you know, walking in circles. Well, look at the money you're saving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. The money you're saving. I just had a $110 vet bill today. You did? Yeah. Yeah, that's because you keep picking up all those cats. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You got a cat problem. You do have a cat problem. Cat-atonic. They're adorable, but god damn it. Catopia. Did anybody see my one status update today about the white cat? I'm on Route 30, driving along. Yeah. Route 30 is a four lane, at that point, uh, divided, limited access highway. And there's an animal splattered on the road. Maybe the size of a large dinner plate. Yeah. Don't know what it was, have no idea. Couldn't tell. I just saw, hey, there's a spot there. Right. 500 foot later, eighth eighth mile at most later. Yeah. There's a white, pure as fucking Denver snow, white, white cat. cat. Yeah. Sitting two inches off of the white line. Yeah. Sitting on its ass, looking at itself. I'm behind a semi truck. Right. It just blew by this thing at 71 miles an hour. Yeah. And the cat's just like. Yeah, well, you know what? You you know, if I believed in number of fucks, zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah, if I believed in crazy <laughs> shit, I said that was the ghost or whatever got ran right. over. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was a cat. I'm like, yeah. fucking ballsy bastard, man. I, I, I <laughs> sitting there I got nine lives. Uh, what do I care? I came home the one night to find my 16 year old cat chicken just sleeping in the middle of the street. <laughs> Sleeping in the middle of the street. Yeah. Oh, dead, conked out. Yeah, that's right. In, in the my middle. mother-in-law's house, it's the same Drunk. way. Middle of the road, sitting there, licking his crotch. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, in my case. Laying down, just rolling around in the middle of the street. I'm like, you, you know what? Are, that's that's nature's way of telling you you're done. You have a death wish, yeah. little motherfucker. Yeah, you're, you're done. You're done being a cat now. Because cats are supposed to be all cool and edgy and shit. No. Yeah. yeah. Just some of uh, you were hauling sludge. Yeah. We would go down the like, back roads. <laughs> and we get uh, by Those are always my favorite stories. Steve Seppin. It was sad because I'm allergic to cats. I'm not a big cat fan. I, yeah. I'm not. I don't hate them, but I don't like them. But 
They are. There were there were like ten kittens splattered on the road. Oh, I mean, it was like kitten, I would actually kitten, cry. Kitten, and then some road kitten, kitten, kitten. Was that a cat childbirth problem or what? No, was that I like didn't a know. Cat it was a car that had babies? yeah. It was some asshole dumped them out the back dumped them out the back of their car. No, so then I asked because it was right across the street from my this guy who works for yeah. me. His house is right there. Yeah. And his dad lives across the street. And he said that the cats breed in the barns. Okay. And then what happens is like the mother. Oh, gets, then she goes. Yeah. And then the, these kittens chase them, or the mother dies, and right. then they go into the street and they just get all they get killed. Nailed. They get decimated. Like, yeah. Because I was it was horrible because they were like little yeah. kit, smash kittens, all like smash well, kittens. In a row. Also, mother cats when they have when they have litters. Um, it's a common survival practice that they relocate the litter every couple of days. Oh. Because we had that, we had a, a mother cat that we took in and fostered, and, and she right she, in the middle of the traffic circle. Yeah. yeah. Well, when square. they're out when right. they're outside, who knows where they're right. gonna go? But yeah. this well, mother cat, this is for. we'd wake up every morning. It was the game. Ah. Of, uh, <laughs> guess where the cats are? It's a sausage stabber. Nobody That's does it better. It's a sausage stabber. <laughs> yeah, every toolkit comes. With hey, he lubed it for you. Come on. <laughs> that one won't rust. Never gonna rust ever. Yeah, that is oh, that is not because it's made out of pure murder. And that's a jam, that's a grandpa's <laughs> the other cheese bar candy. Oh, Mac, you oh, nasty! One of the bikes, you know. And I can't. Oh, what the fuck was I riding? Uh, it's not. It's not important to the story, so I leave it out. Uh, oh no, it is important to the story because I nearly fucking ate it. So a deer runs out in front of me, as they do on Lake Road, because it's one o'clock in the morning, and apparently the deer's get done. A deer get done drinking the same time I do. So they're waiting for me on Lake Road, and. So I'm just like doing the, like the 45 or 50 miles an hour down lake, as we all do, and I see the I see the one head pop up. So I see the one head pop up, and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is going to be one of those nights. Well, when you see the one, you know there's like at least exactly. two or three more. So I see the one head pop up, and it's got a ra- you know, good rack on him. So the head pops up with a good rack on. Him. I was that like, makes my head pop up. Settle down. <laughs> so I slow down, and like just then the button buck, like the brand new baby buck, goes. Out into my lane, stops, sees my headlight, and just fucking freezes. Literally yeah. stops. Did like he a deer in headlights. I was gonna say, did he yeah. freeze like a deer in headlights? Fucking the fucking thing just stood at me. So I did what you do. The full brake check, horn, headlight, all at the same time. All the buttons, all the brakes. Drag the bike to a halt. Yeah. And had I not been riding a modern thing, I was riding a modern thing. Yeah. Had I been riding any of my vintage things, I would have gone through the deer. There's no doubt. There would have been black stripe impact zone. And we would be eating venison right now. Yeah. And, I'd and be you'd be in traction. But, you know. <laughs> Phil would be right. sitting here in a hospital. What bed. do you think Amish Trebleone is made out of? <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I, I, like, full pending lockup, ABS in effect, and stopped. And the fucking deer did not leave. Didn't flinch. Just locked in, and like the other deer, the did you deer, want to get over and just kick him over? The like deer with the rack kids? was like, he's new, you know. And sorry, man. He's, yeah, sorry, man. He's new. He doesn't know the rules. I tried to tell him that dude that the deer with the rack stayed on the stayed on the tree lawn, didn't move, like was still grazing and stuff. Kid, get Kid, off the fucking get road. The, get off the fucking road, man. And I did. I had to beep the horn. I beeped the horn a couple of times, and then he kind of like meandered off, like it was no big deal. Fuck that. Yeah. This is the worst time of the year. This is know. the bad time of the year. This is a rough time. November. Yeah, so that's a tough time. Yeah. It's a real tough time for deer. And they're fucking out. Like, 
Yeah. You they're do big, not, they're strong, they're healthy, they're yeah. all fattened up for ready. Yeah. They're all trying to fuck. And if you're hustling at it's one o'clock in the morning yeah, or apparently like pounds. Yeah. At like seven hundred At least up here though, it's like you get to southern Ohio where people are actually shooting at them and shit. Right. That puts them in a whole nother like uh yeah, they start running all over the place. But I think that it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to be able to be like, okay, well, you're a dumb one. We got to filter you out, filter you out of the herd right now. Nat- natural selection. Natural selection. You would think that the more they get hit, the more right. those deer would not be in the road. I, mean, I, yeah, I just don't know why they put the deer crossing this. signs right where everybody decided drives. to put the deer crossing sign. Why don't they put, they put it in Bay Village? They should move that thing 20, 20, 35. 40 meters down the road where we'd have a better chance to spot them coming out of that turn. Right. Right. If you put the deer crossing sign another 30 or 40 meters down the road, it'd be much safer. And the deer can cross there. They should have 55-inch LCD TVs with night cameras 100 feet ahead of you. Well, the more important thing would just be like if they could just get those deer... You know, to just stay where they're supposed to cross. They, we need to have a deer control officer yeah. to go down and make sure those deer are crossing where they're supposed to cross. Educational. And I read something exactly. too. I actually read something. Where hey, they, it works for kids. In right. certain areas, they Not tried really. to. Build, they, they were t- there was discussion about building greenways. The greenways, yeah. The so greenways. that animals could actually <laughs> travel across major hilarious. major yeah. turnpikes and stuff, and still <laughs> maintain a relatively decent range. You ever see a squirrel going across the wire? On the high tension lines across the road, you do see that occasionally. I see it all the time in my backyard. Right. Just... Telephone pole, telephone pole. There's a road in the middle, and the squirrels walking across. There'll the be three of them fighting each other right. as they go across. I'm going across that line, and I'm like, "That's the fucking smart squirrel," Until because the dumb squirrel was the one that this morning decided to run in front of my wheels on my motorcycle. I scooped them up. Yeah. Too. Well, so like, that's the dumb squirrel. The smart squirrel's the one on the high wire act. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. God damn it. I don't ever want to be... Like, if I'm going to get taken out, I want to be for my own personal stupidity. I don't want to be for, like, Ricky Raccoon, Sammy Squirrel, or a dumbass deer. My wife would anything. love it. She's like, I need crazy, stupid husband insurance. <laughs> I know someday... Crazy. I think my wife actually does have that. You're crazy, hasn't husband told me. You're going to blow or burn or fuck yourself up. Yeah. And I don't want to be a widow. Right. You're going to blow yourself? I would uh, blow myself right now. <laughs> if he <you> could. <laughs> if he could, he'd be later to the podcast than you were today. Yeah. The... Uh, that, like I always carry my wife up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying your wife. Oh, what did she have done? Steve to her foot? with this story. <laughs> like, oh. she had like ripped tendons and like deep bone fragments and. Oh, why the hell did you, you do it? <laughs> that was one hell of a Saturday night. My ass. ass. Stop kicking her ass. Stop kicking me. He broke. Ass. She broke her foot off in your ass. <laughs> well, you showed her. My God, you did. Holy crap. Yeah, last time when my wife had that surgery, we got another kitten. I actually had a friend who claimed he could. Because <laughs> she was high on Percocet. I saw a guy do it once. The money got right. He said he said it was all well and good until it came time to come, and he was like, eh, "I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it." <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, and that's the motorcycle. And for a penny, out, and for a pound. Wait, how do you decide when it has come time to come sure that you, you can't do it? Because I guarantee if you get me to the point where I'm like, it's time, it's fucking happening. <laughs> Look, man. If you crossed Let one me line, call him. Let me call him. Just fall down. <laughs> Yeah. I can call him right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I I don't like. You're gonna have to get me to achievement level A before I start talking about <laughs> achievement level B. <laughs> yeah. 
I can't. I and, can't promise what's going to happen once I reach achievement level A. But yeah, but I'm not going home and doing any yoga. I need to stop forgetting to check the explicit comment box <laughs> on our our uploads because I keep forgetting to do that. Mm. Yeah, because there's a rash of eight year olds that are downloading this <laughs> on their on their you know their child safe child friendly iPads. You never know, and are going to listen this far into it. Oh my God! To hear no people who care don't listen this far into it. They're like, <laughs> what? What? What is the PC eight hundred? Devoted fucking listeners don't listen this far into it. Is that they a vintage a video gaming ago. system? The yeah, PC eight hundred. They gave up a long fucking time ago. No, Did they have Mario Kart? Yeah. It's actually a memory used in. It is. Yeah. It is PC eight hundred. Is. Anybody got a tech to it? Yeah, it's old. What are we gonna, uh, so what are we going to call ourselves? You said the plastic couch. Now that we have a gang, now that we have a gang of PC eight hundred owners, dude, you're. Missing the obvious, the new order. Stormtroopers, new Star Wars. Yeah, I get it, but uh, I was looking for something that had the words P and C in it. Oh, so you said plastic couch, pussy catchers. (laughs) (laughs) No, plastic plastic couch. They're not. No, this this shit is pussy repellent. That is pussy. Primal compulsion. Pussy conquistadors. A cat wouldn't piss on that bike. Yeah. Okay. Passionate cuddlers. Passionate cuddlers. Yes, exactly. Oh, puddle cutters. Porn connoisseurs. Porn connoisseurs. <laughs> it's got to have something. Well, because it's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> Pacific Coast is yeah. Yeah, the Pacific Coasters. That's obvious. How can we make it like Great Lakes oriented? Uh, PC. It's got to be PC eight hundred. So PC eight hundred. So pathetic coast. Pathetic coast. That's oh. fucking accurate right ah. there. Parma cruisers. Parma cruisers. cruisers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Practically cool? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Potentially, no. Potentially cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Posthumously cool. <laughs> Posthumously. <laughs> Posthumously. So, Posthumously. Thank you. Posthumously thank you. sounds like it's. Send after your the smell. suggestions in, and we will. I think yeah. you should send in suggestions. I think people should help us. Dude, PC eight hundred. Another logo contest. Yeah, that's cool. We can make a we can make a run oh, of. Uh, yeah, yeah I think that's another. Yeah, I think if anybody helps us out with a PC eight hundred, either logo artwork or just the fucking term, we'll give you something. We should give you something. Mm, oh, we're not giving away the PC eight hundred helmet. No, we got, we got plenty of t shirts and shit. Yeah. yeah. If you if you yourself own a PC eight hundred, you're halfway patched in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. You're halfway <laughs> That's true. You, you got you, the you got the bottom rock. They, they get an associates right patch. Hey, you know what they yeah. say? No, no. Tupperware no. in, Tupperware out. <laughs> that's it. You know, you got to just move it until it burps. You just just press it until it burps, and you know you got a good seal. The uh, <laughs> you clear your trunk. If any, yeah. Okay, it's good. All right, good. If anybody does make artwork, dry. if anybody makes artwork for PC800 Club, the PC800 Club, we have the means. We'll print that shit fast. I mean, we have print. We have we have the ability to make. And then the other 40 people in America that have PC-800s can all have T-shirts, too. Okay, high, wa- high water mark. There's 10,000 potential customers out there. <laughs> At this point... On you're... planet Earth, right. there were 10,000 people. So we need to print less than 10,000 shirts. This is as good as a marketing scheme in the 80s. In the 80s. Do you think but the we're bringing that shit back. They have to be white shirts, not the traditional black. No, no, we have to do white metallic shirts. I <laughs> agree, <laughs> metallic shirts. Okay, if they make a white metallic shirt, I'm in. Cream shirt with silver, right? 
Yeah, gold print. Bedazzled. We'll do bedazzled. Creme LeMay. We'll just dip the bottom of the shirt in coffee to give it that tan color. So the shirt will look just like the bike. I swear to God, they made the bottom of that bike the color they made it to hide dirt. Because I it agree. Is a, it is a hands-off bike. You don't I, ever need to clean that bike. I totally agree. They yeah. made it to hide road They chose road the scum. color, and they chose the, the paint design because they're like, look, if we do it right, you'll never have to wash it. First one, they had the guy spray paint at the just bottom. Road yeah. What? Gold. Gold. Road scum. Oh, okay. But he failed like, to remove like any of the dirt. He uh, failed to remove any of the dirt, and then yeah. when I said... It was oh, OD gold. Normally gray on the bottom. He said, "Yeah, I was drunk one night and I just sprayed." They decided to make it gold. You could take your finger and go like this, yeah. and the paint would just peel off. Oh, so I spent. Cool. I just laid on the ground yeah. and I Clean just scraped all the paint off with my OD finger. gold over dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then that's... he put the lights on it, the the road effect. Light. The road effect lighting. Yeah. And he put them in the. He put them in the vents. So, oh God! So the and they were, they were all blue, so they were totally illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you have that? We have a chorus. No, going he over sat here. in a fucking duck over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I, I started and he fired oh off a retort. Oh my Lord! <laughs> we, there was only one conclusion to this podcast. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> 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 Somebody threw a sousaphone yeah. down the stairs. <laughs> this much meats and cheese is going to end up as the windy cast. Oh God! I have to go to a uh, wedding tomorrow with my wife's work friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be a star have there. Some this, have, have some of the sriracha cheese. Yeah. What if all this ferments in your digestive right. system? Yeah. Have some whiskey. Hot dogs. <laughs> That'll round it right out. What's that? Grandpa's Cheese Barn has good hot dogs. I believe it. If, you, if you're eating the hot dogs at Grandpa's Cheese Barn, they're burying the lead. Ice cream, too. <laughs> they got ice cream. I didn't eat any. I can say I've never stopped at a Grandpa's Cheese Barn. I've never eaten at a Stucky's. What? I don't think I've ever gone to a Shoney's. None of that stuff. There's only one Grandpa's Cheese Barn. There's two. Is there really? Is there There's two? There's one out uh, by Youngstown somewhere. Oh. I would tell you, I, I drive by it all the time. But, but what about Grand- Grandpa's Cheese Factory? <laughs> nope, never been there. I've never been to Frankenmuth, Michigan either to celebrate Christmas in July. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of immune to their tactics, their that- their marketing tactics. Their, their marketing savvy is lost on me. <laughs> 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 oh my god I thought I could st- stay away But I listened to our podcast so many times I, I just had to go see what it was about <laughs> <laughs> The Flashicast Oh my god Oh this is horrible Alright guys we can't I mean, I can't punish the listeners any more than this This is it We've truly tried From we've, the bottom of my heart I apologize Alright and all realistically we've time. done everything we could To reduce our listenership to zero <laughs> With this one particular podcast So Actually we stayed on topic tonight when you talk about PC800, I mean, laser point. We, we talked about one bike. We stayed on topic That's as cool. far as us staying on topic goes. Right, right. I tried and to talk about anything else, and that was not going to happen. If we try, if we've turned one person out in the world into a PC800 owner. Our mission here, our time was well spent. Up to, there was a solid what hour and twenty minutes there. That was nothing but PC eight hundred. Right. I mean, it's it's, it's, about it's cheese, more than anyone's ever parts. talked about a PC eight hundred. Probably. Yeah. We were thirty years too late. The engineers didn't talk about PC eight hundred. <laughs> nothing much. ever needs to be said about PC eight hundreds ever again. Yeah. Next week we're going to talk about VT five hundred aspects. And then we'll talk about like what fresh level of house Sisyphus. What's an ascot? It, it's a it's a cheeks. 
tiny donkey's bed. <laughs> I, am, I am Sisyphus. What level of hell is Isn't this? that the deal that Freddie Jones wears around his neck? Yeah. An ascot, yeah. An ascot, yeah. We didn't talk about his uh, child molester 800, the drifter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> child molester. Look at that bike. Look at that bike. Just take a look at that bike. Would you look at that bike? Look at that bike. You know what? Until so? Indian came back out with the road, Roachmaster or the uh, Roadliner or the Chieftain, <laughs> uh, until they came out with that, Vulcan, like the Vulcan Drifter, owned the big balanced fender thing. Like, Indianish. They looking. had it. Yeah, they had the Indian, the, the retro throwback to a Roadmaster thing. I still love them for it. I fucking love that bike. Still do. Absolute guilty pleasure. And someday you'll sell it. Someday I'll buy His it. This is the Roadmaster Bader. <laughs> Which is also Chris's nickname. But instead, that, of the, you know. instead of the Indian chieftain, it's the Indian cheeston. <laughs> it's a ton of cheese. But that's another bike that like people are going to be talking about. I predict that people are going to be talking about in 10 or 15 years going like, that's a fucking good bike. It, Short run. It's a really good bike. Short run, limited production numbers. Not the kind of thing you see every day. Uh, and now, completely confused with the new Indians. So anytime you're riding that bike, somebody's going to be like, oh, is that one of the new Indians? And you're like, yes. Yes. 80% scale. Chris, Chris has got the badges on order now. Yes. All the Indian badges. You're like, you know what? Ask me in 15 years. Right. Because this one will still be on the road. Right. Yeah. This one's not so much an Indian chief. It's more of a brave. It's, it's a squaw. Squaw. The Indian squaw. I love that. 1500s of brave. That would be brilliant marketing by them to release a ladies' motorcycle called the Indian squaw. Nobody wants to be that on the nose. Because when the. Uh, you can put a baby seat on the back and call it the Papoose. The Papoose, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every once in a while, somebody's like, we're going to make DOT Papoose. Female thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it fucking fails. Like, well, yeah, the PC800 didn't do well, so. Because <laughs> every woman's like, I can ride any exactly. bike that a man can buy. That's exactly know? right. I can do anything. When Vespa better. comes out with an all pink scooter and tries to sell an all pink scooter, it's like, fuck, we're going to die with those. A handful of bimbos buy them. It, it usually is that. It's somebody who comes in here. And, and a couple like, of dudes trying to be ironic. Well, we like, yeah. <laughs> or gay. Normally, it's. No, <laughs> no, they buy them cheap on the used market. Because whatever it is, we've had bikes, we sold pink bikes to people. They get sold. They're usually bought by husbands for their wife's birthday or sweetest day or something else. And then it's a horrible fucking problem. Because the wife's like, look. You I said asshole. I like pink. I don't like that much pink, you know. <laughs> hey, it's too much pink. Spray paint's cheap. Well, but the point Still is, on a five or six thousand dollar bike, eh, you know, not cool. That that was the the pink the pink ones that we spray painted black. You'd open up the glove box; it was still pink in the middle. <laughs> it was like they're all pink on the inside. Yeah, yeah. That is a uh, that. There's no look. We couldn't sell them. <laughs> we couldn't sell them. We took them apart. We took the black ones and the pink ones, and we mixed them together so they'd be two tone, like black and salmon kind of thing. Still, we eventually sold them, but it wasn't easy. That wouldn't be that bad, though. Look, two tones. Anytime anybody comes out with that shit, those baby blue Trans Ams from like 1978 to 1981, <coughs> those things when they came out with the with the blue chicken on the hood. Oh, no. The TA 6.6 Turbo. Automatic. Oh, my God. Yeah, with the blue velour interior. Come on, man. Little Italy. (laughs) 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 Ah. (laughs) Look, 
<laughs> that was the time of the year. That was the time in America when you didn't need gaydar. If a guy bought that car, I don't care if he was Sylvester Stallone. You were like, yeah, okay, gotcha, no problem. But there, there have been marketing exercises like that. It's not cool. Yeah. I remember when the Pink Buddies were out. Yeah, uh, and I was I was pretty big on the the modern buddy forum. Yeah. There was this big dude. He bought a pink buddy. Yeah. And his whole... Oh! Chaos! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're unplugged now. Look at it. Look at it. Boop, 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 boop. We're still on. We're still on. We're still on. We're still on. Rotate fireman. Quickly. Are we in? Yeah, we're in. Okay. We saved it. Yeah, no, there was this dude. He's a huge dude. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I bought a pink buddy. Because you know what? Nothing says don't fuck with me like a six-foot-tall, 240-pound guy on a pink scooter. I rode the pink buddy around Lake Erie Loop. I thought you said he was a big guy. Yeah, <laughs> six four two forty. Whatever. <laughs> well, he was all muscle though. But it doesn't matter because it's like the pink bike not thing the, is there. not right. that muscle. <laughs> I will fuck you up. <laughs> you probably will. Man, but I could run fast. Bear, if we do that, I'll tell you what. If we bear. if we got chased by a bear, you'd be saving my life because <laughs> I'm gone <laughs> in your bear food. You might be surprised. <laughs> you might be surprised. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like, I would shoot you in the leg. No, <laughs> look, yep. anybody right. ever look? Anybody ever looks at James? They might think that they could outrun him. No, no, not James. James not could, right now. Yeah, like like James does not look like a sprinter. James doesn't look like a distance runner. James looks like a good quality drinker. Like and he is. Right? And, and, yeah. But you know what? I would never want to try to out. Watch the cord, Chris. Yeah, careful the cord. We're out. See, yeah. Now we're the thing with him is we're out biking. We're out you, swimming. You might be able to get him in like the dead start. No. Like get the whole shot. No. But he'll pass your ass right no. up. Because people that have the strength and endurance to run fifteen or sixteen or eighteen miles have also developed the muscle to get out of the hole real quick. Whereas people who like me have developed the strength to make it from the chair to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes without crying in, pl- in pain as I get up. Yeah, I'm not launching anything. Like, my best defense is a sly wit. That's all I got. That's just it. throw things. I make you feel bad about yourself. I can walk silently. <laughs> <laughs> my secret power is that I can walk silently. My best launch is pull like. my thumb off the trans brake button. <laughs> yeah, I have that much I can do. I launch like ninja. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, that's it. So, anybody got anything else that's motorcycle-related? Nah, not really. Nah, I don't think so, either. We're going to get almost two hours, we'll so... Button, we'll button it up. <laughs> let's go smoke. Let's go let's smoke bah. and drink and eat cheese. Oh, it's a yeah. great idea. Hey, remember to... Uh, on that, please, uh, remember to uh, drive fast and eat cheeses. I haven't pooped in a week. I will poop for another week. Press the button. Press the button.